fall is me falling for you. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. But and uh, while I was looking for this other article, I uh, just realized that I might. So. <laughs> Hi. Hey. What's up? Welcome. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're well. You are welcome. I I I heard it the first time, and I appreciate it the second time. Well, I, I even s- more than the first. It was it was a full welcome. I know. Instead of just a welcome. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about something a little serious. Okay. Falls. Like uh, Niagara. It's a falls. Yeah. Talon. Yeah. Talon is a falls. Talon Falls. Yeah. That's a spook park. Um. I guess. In uh... <laughs> a spook park. I don't think I've ever heard it referred to and, as a spook uh, park. Paducah, Kentucky. Kentucky. Um, actually, more than uh, falls, I want to talk about, uh, what's it called? Fake media? What's it called? What, what are they? Wait, hold on real quick. What do they call Talon Falls? Because it's more than one haunted house. It's not a haunted house. It's, most, is it a, it's a scream park, not scream a theme park. park. Scream park. Okay. Scream park. Like spook, What'd you call it? I like a spook park better. Spook park. <laughs> but you have to really enunciate the K's. Spook park. Yeah, I'm okay without that. Yeah, it's Spook good. park. Uh, so, fake media? False media. New Zealand. Fake news? Fake news. That's the one. Fake news. Um, so, read this headline and tell me what stands out. Man dies after falling near a Las Vegas Ferris wheel. Near? <laughs> This is a real article. So he didn't fall off of it. No. <laughs> I mean, we're going to laugh about falls for a second. Um, this clearly says man dies after falling. It's like an old man near. that was just like, oh, God. Um, the the follow-up is, it's unclear what stairs he fell from. Oh. But there are sets of stairs near the high roller in the area that was roped off by police earlier. Thank God he didn't fall down the high roller. So he fell off stairs near... But, like, this is what they do to get people to read articles. It's what yeah. they call clickbait. Uh-huh. Clickbait. I've been clickbaiting all clickbait. day. Clickbait. If you know what I mean. Clickbait. I like uh, it. <laughs> but, yeah. So that's one fall. And the other fall is me falling for you. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. But and, uh, while I was looking for this other article, I uh, just realized that I might... So, the other thing is that evidently people are falling off of cruise ships at an alarming rate, and like multiple ships, not just one. Not just one. They're not all just like then we call that the Titanic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like well, Which there's a reason. Did we talk about that they're doing Titanic two on the show? I think so. And okay. we talked about how it was a bad idea. Yeah, I couldn't remember if we if we brought that up or not. Yeah. I keep seeing it more and more places. Like uh, now that we have uh, the Hulu TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandy is watching like Ellen show and she just talked about it like a week ago I think we talked about it like a month and a half we maybe were, two months it ago it was a year ago I mean it was this is we are we are hot off the presses this we're, is your premier news source right here I, I don't also, know why why we don't have more listeners where are you guys at <laughs> I also um, have come to find out that mm. unlike <laughs> similar to how we were we're good at really guessing what's coming up Mm. I'm also really good at find out being like, this is up. absolutely not going to happen whatsoever. Uh-huh. And then it, and then it happens. It happens. Yeah. Um, but the other falling thing with this cruise ships is that here's some stats for you. Okay. Since 2000, That's the a, year. The year 2000. The year 2000. The year 2000. 284 people have fallen off of cruise ships. So what's that 
broken down if we if we go from what's uh so we'll say 19 divided by what's 284 divided by 19 oh that's a lot of that's a lot of math <laughs> i'm just trying to break it down like an like, average of year. like per year yeah yeah I'm what's gonna, going I'm gonna on do, that. do it 284 divided by 19 but that's zero the results by are fine to find oh my god <laughs> calculators are hard I know, but my, it would probably help maybe if my numlock. Numlock. Hey guys, uh, use your numlock if uh, you're gonna use that number pad. It's important. Fourteen, an average of fourteen point nine four. Yeah, we'll maybe, round up. We'll just say maybe somebody lost an arm yeah. every year at least out of that. The year's not over. Time. Yeah, and we're counting nineteen. So, yeah. so we'll, we'll say, say fifteen, fifteenish people, people every falling year. off of cruise ships. Yeah. Um, and, uh, almost all of them are people who are not behaving responsibly is what it says. Wow. Um, usually drunk, careless, or stupid is the, is the reasons why. Who'd have thunk? Um, and then they, they go on in this article, which I'm citing as, uh, it's from QZ.com, which I've never heard in my life. I know. Um, I know. We, we source a lot of play. No, I mean, I've oh. never heard of it. It made me think of it. We source a lot of uh, websites that I've never heard of in my life. Yeah, which is like I've got two articles pulled up from two uh, two two uh, publications that I've never heard of in my life right yeah. now. Too whoever uh, PC game PCGamesIn.com is and uh, e- EGM now. I know what EGM is, but I thought that that was a publication that died in like 2003. So oh, it's back. Apparently. it's like Hustler. Oh, Hustler's back. I don't know. Did Hustler go away? I don't know. <laughs> I'm a hustler. Oh, Playboy. I, every time I think, yeah, Playboy's gone. Playboy did go I away, and then they're digital yeah. Yeah. only. Um, who every else? time I think of Hustler, I think of like girls with really I'm luscious luscious bushes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is because that... I think they show a little bit more in that magazine. Yeah. More bush? And, and, no, I'm just just in general. Oh, okay. Just, you might see a little pop of a labia every now and then Ooh. there. But I feel I feel like that is like, you have the, a, a th- it's like a beard. Like a, they've got Fidel Castro... <laughs> In a lake lock down there. It um, just ate a delicious London broil and the, the grease is just dripped on his chin. Even in 2019? Like. Sure. I think the bush is back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I hear Hustler, I always think of the N.E.R.D. song. Hustler, uh, oh, baby? That's not, it's not, it's not that song, is it? I don't know. It's a, I'm a, it's not a provider. I don't know. I'm a provider, baby. <laughs> That's that song. I don't know. Uh, Who beloved one? Don't you know who I am? That song. That's I'm a provider. No. Oh. There's another song. There's another song that's about hustlers. Um, and it may not even be an NERD song. I just know that Pharrell Williams <laughs> says I'm a hustler in that song. Um, no. What's that other magazine that uh, people like? Penthouse. It, no, it's not a sexy magazine. It's like a. Um, it doesn't matter. Um, cruise ships. <laughs> people are falling off of them. Um, evidently there's technology that can, uh, can sense when someone falls off of the side. But what I want to know is how is that technology going to save lives? Because once technology that detects when people fall off the sides, like almost like a sensor. That's like, if you cross this sensor, would that not work for like sonar? Like to see what's around (gasps) and underneath the boat. Like a, a sonar detector that's inside, yeah. like the captain's quarters, and it's or got whatever. like a like not quarters, like, but at the helm, like a dolphin unquote. shows up and shit yeah. on there. But then you're just like, oh shit, a woman. I think higher though, like probably like higher up on the ship, so that they know that something's fallen off versus something that's just in the water. Here's another thing though, on the sonar. Here's the thing. Here's the thing <laughs> on uh, another with the sonar. Back in the day, we'll say like maybe the 1700s. Uh, sailors would confuse manatee 
uh, for yeah. mermaids, you know, uh, and they would have sex with them because they have very human-like <laughs> vaginas, as do dolphins. Uh, I know not from personal experience, but a friend told me. I got gotcha. you. Um, but do you think that on, like, the radar under there, mm-hmm. that <laughs> manatee could get confused for a woman or a, a person or a, a male or it's, a mammale that flow overboard? It's quite possible. You think? I do think it's quite possible. Wow. I think uh, we just started our own History Channel series. Oof. That's all. <laughs> that uh, I'm calling The Bush is Back. <laughs> <laughs> the Bush is Back. Only on History Channel. I might think of that other magazine uh, later Hustler. on. Is it Mad? Mad Magazine is a thing, but it's not a porn magazine no i told you it wasn't a sexy magazine okay so this mad magazine's a funny magazine but it did go away and now it's back digital no national inquirer okay i didn't know that (laughs) is that uh we're bat boy yes yeah that's that's like one of those it came it went away and then it came back as a what are those papers called uh the tabloids tabloids yes i was gonna i was like there's a word that kind of encompasses what all of those mean also like a certain size of paper is tabloid hey Welcome to episode thirty six. Thanks, thanks, buddy. <laughs> uh, it's it's a uh, one we have news about. Yeah, uh, uh, even numbers news. That's not necessarily always going to be set in stone. It won't always, but for now, for now, evens are we're going to stick with that. news things. <laughs> you have news. Uh, we got some trailer talk. We have trailer talk. You want to talk about that trailer? We can talk about trailers. There was a brand new Avengers Endgame t- trailer. I didn't Did you watch, watch it. that one. I haven't watched. You avoiding it. them or are you? No, uh, not not particularly. No. <laughs> <laughs> not particularly um i just i liked the one i saw before we get into the trailer itself uh-huh. um which it was a really cool trailer uh, like, like maybe the, i did the see it. reveals is that when they're in like the white that. suits yes yes or is that, that, that's, is that that's, no that's, that's the white suit one okay yeah. so i have yeah. seen it um there's a meme that's going around is uh, it a mean meme but uh no well i don't i guess it depends on who you who you if you like thanos or not um meme no, it's not a meanima. Uh, that's what that's what uh, people that make memes put in their butts to help them poop. I've got a booger that's hanging out like further up my nose, and if I laugh too hard, <laughs> it's it, gonna come it out. might come out. Do so. you want me to pause the episode so no. you can get some like tissue paper? No, I'm willing to risk it. Oh, okay. <laughs> if it touches my mic, I'm gonna be real upset. <laughs> I'm just wanting you to know in advance i have some batteries that you can put in there i feel like that would fit in there oh it definitely would that double uh, would totally no, go so the meme the is that there's like a, a weird crazy fan theory that turned into a meme that uh since ant-man is in this one that he is going to shrink down and go inside uh thanos's asshole okay and then enlarge himself and that would be how they defeat thanos in the end that, of the movie that uh that might work i would think it would work but it just might work <laughs> I just thought it was a really funny meme, and I just wanted to share. <laughs> so yeah, we saw them in the uh, the all white suits, which I'm assuming is the uh, probably like going to be like They're the quantum suits. realm yeah. suits, or oh, okay, I'm maybe you know what I mean? they're going to go smaller. Yeah, or you know whatever it takes to get in. Do you just shrink to get in the quantum realm? Whatever it takes. Do you have to shrink to get in the quantum realm? I I didn't watch so. Ant Man and the Wasp. Yes, so I you don't do. Know. You do. You have to get okay. like smaller than small, like microscopic. Kind yeah, of thing. like you go. You you're uh, you're you go get small. My head movies. One of those little uh, those little bugs that we came from. Uh, amoeba. Yeah, amoeba. You get like smaller than amoeba. Okay. Like amoebas are like whales. And then you get even smaller than that. Okay, I, I don't really. Understand. I didn't know if that's what those suits were for, or if it was like, like you said, like space, literally yeah. for space uh, fight or. I like it. Yours I probably makes more like, sense to what we've seen so far. I'm gonna say uh, anything's 
all cards or all bets are out on the table with this. They I still, I still really don't know where we're going with a lot of things. <laughs> the end of the trailer was the uh, the reveal of Captain Captain Marvel being there. Yeah. Um, I think they did. Did they do this trailer? I the launch of the trailer came out the same day that I think maybe Captain Marvel was oh, in, the, in theater. So it that way be. they kind of tied it I think I, I mean, I definitely watched it afterwards, but I don't know timeline. But yeah, that would make sense. Um, so, you know, she's there. She's kind of standing in front of Thor and he does the thing where he pulls the axe over to him. Yeah. And she just doesn't even like flinch or blink. And he yeah. just like, oh, look, this one. Yeah. Like she passed the test. <laughs> yeah. Like it didn't like freak her out uh-huh. in any way, shape, or form. But it was cool seeing more of the, the same stuff kind of going on, seeing more of the people that... Uh, potentially survive we've seen uh uh ronan now and uh black widow holding hands and being all like sentimental about stuff yeah uh they're, they're, super uh... still super sad boy trailer because i'm assuming we're going into this being like this is gonna be like the worst movie ever because everybody's dead almost everybody's dead everybody dies all right yeah yeah you have any feelings on um it? i i mean i do it's it's just uh it's another Avengers movie. It's true. Um, I don't have... I touched your leg. That's okay. Um, I don't have a lot of kind of passionate feelings about it because it's. it seems like it's just another superhero movie kind of coming out. It doesn't seem like it's going to be much different. Um, there's going to be some things that change. Uh, I think as of right now, it doesn't seem like it's going to be much different. But obviously, whenever we go into the movie, it's going to... I mean, I a lot of shit's probably going to change. There'll be... Characters yeah. that will definitively be dead. Yeah. Don't get you know me wrong. I mean? I'll be seeing this movie. Yeah. Um, but I, it's hard for me. Once I've seen one trailer, the stack of trailers that happen afterwards, yeah. um, you kind of like, you get that first, that first full link that we got was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. And then after that, it's like, oh, I'm finding out a little bit more about it. Do I, should I find out more about it? Sometimes I feel like in 2019, we find out too much in trailers, yes. especially these big movie trailers. Especially comedies too, I feel like. Yeah. They like have a tendency to all the funny majority jokes. of all the funny bits <laughs> in there. And then you're just like, cool, I laughed about that in the trailer. And that too. Oh, this is new. But yeah. then the rest of it's like not new at all. Yeah. Me. And I get it. Like marketing, obviously you have right. to like keep it in people's feeds. Like you have to keep it relevant and you have to make new trailers and whatnot. But I'm good with one. I'm good with one trailer. Yeah, uh, everybody, there's my neighbor's mowing outside, and I'm going to murder him. Say hi to uh, Ron. Uh, I don't, it's going to sound horrible, but I don't remember his name. Um, <laughs> I don't know my neighbor's names either. Toy Story 4 trailer? Toy Story 4. One. I watched this one. I don't cool. know if I watched the other ones, Okay, uh, but I did watch this one. Uh-huh. And I liked it. What's his Sporky? Sporky, probably, yeah. Sporky? I don't know. For is sure. it Forky or Sporky? Something like that. He is like, a Spork, so yes. Sporky makes okay. sense. Sporky Pig. Um, I, I I liked this one. It definitely had a... I felt like the story in this harkened more back to one than any of the other it's ones. It's weird and kind of odd and disheartening a little bit that like Woody is willing to do anything that Bo Peep will do. And Bo Peep's like super gun-ho and being like, you know, f- fuck the kids. You know? Let's <laughs> yeah. just go and hang out and do our own She's thing. She's like we the can bad be here. guy. Yeah, it's almost like she is like a bad guy. Like she's pulling them away from everything. At least all of these first three movies and everything you've enveloped around is just about them being like, we've got to get back to Andy. We've <laughs> got to be, get back to you know Andy's new little girl. And Whatever stuff. stuff is, yeah. Whatever uh, Maggie or I think something to that effect. Yeah. We need to get back to her so that way we can you know be back with it because we want to you know enrich these kids lives yeah, and stuff like that's that our purpose. and she's just like what if our purpose isn't that what if mm-hmm. we just stay here and do what we want because we're toys yeah and we just want to do what we want yeah we don't have to have owners they can always get new toys and yeah I'm like what 
What if he's like, I don't want her to have new toys. I want to be there. Yeah, it's a. It was a cool. It, it seems like it's got a cool, like heartfelt struggle that's gonna happen. It has a purpose besides like where are the toys and we're gonna go on this adventure. And I felt like three was a little bit of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. from what I remember of three, yeah, that was the maybe even two like the daycare. Where yeah, they were at for the majority of it with the. What's the bear's name? Laszlo or Razzlo or something like that? The big big red bear. And maybe even two was a little bit of that. It wasn't a, didn't have a, a giant emotional struggle with it. Sure. Um, I do think these movies just have inherently an emotional struggle that you, you learn a life lesson with them. Yeah. But, uh, but one definitely had a purpose, and I feel like this one harkens back to it. After seeing this trailer, I care about it more than I did about two and three. Okay. Um, and before I was like, eh, I'll watch it, whatever. Um, I think it's got, it gave me a little bit more drive to be interested in it, at least. So, and, and, and of course it looks good. I mean, yeah, it's going to always look good. Um, next on my list is the first trailer for, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes. I'm excited for this. It looks good. I, I laughed a lot. had some, yeah. some funnies in it for sure. Um, I don't know how <laughs> the end, close to the end of the trailer, whenever he, that little girl comes up to him and says, <laughs> I really love your acting. You're so talented. And he just like, like starts crying. He's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's got, it seems like it's got a lot of funny parts in it, um, which is kind of classic uh, Tarantino in it. It's, oh, yeah. it's going to, going to have some real funny nods. Um, I don't know how all this fits in with the, with, I'm not a big buff on the um, Manson side of things. Yeah. Um, with it, I know that obviously it takes place in tandem with or before or during. So I was just um, assuming like, because we don't really know overtly too much based off of this. It's more of like an introduction of certain characters and stuff and you get kind of some yeah. seeing what these characters are and everything. I know that Margot Robbie's uh, Sharon Tate. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's going to be where the side of things kind of tie into it. I don't know if that means like, hey, she's in a movie with us and maybe Leonardo DiCaprio's character's like interested in her or something like that. Is, is she... And all this shit goes on and he's just kind of like, we need to do what we can to try and help her. Is you the know, movie like that, that we're doing, is that Roman Polanski's movie? That, I don't know. That they're, so like, a, we don't know that yet. Because I, like, I don't know the history of, is it Rick Dalton? Is that, yes. Is that uh, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio? I don't know the history of that. Like, is that movie that he's shooting what Roman Polanski's filming while he's dating her yeah. and during the Manson murders? Like, yeah. is that all in the same timeline? I'm not familiar with the history of it. Uh, it could be. I don't. I don't know everything on that side of things like super, super well. We do More have the internet, everything. but we won't look it up right now. No, not right now. That's, <laughs> that would be stupid. Uh, but it, nonetheless, it looks super funny. Um, it looks super well made, and I like the uh, the the back and forth between DiCaprio and Pitt, like in their their kind of that interview section of the trailer, uh-huh. where they're just kind of talking about, well, what's a stuntman do? And he's like, well, he just kind of shares the load. And he's like, would you agree that he shared the load? He's like, yeah, I shared the load. <laughs> like, <laughs> we know what you're doing. <laughs> like it's it's definitely. Uh, it seems like they're it's a it's a good time flick, at least from what they're showing on that. What else have you got? Um, watched the uh, the well the trailer we've been waiting for for Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Yes, I watched it as well. <laughs> uh, you have to. You just have to be curious yep. about what the hell they're doing with this. Um, no swiper, no swiping quite yet. Nope. Um, 
I almost thought there was that bald guy that that captures her like in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I was like, is that Benicio del Toro? But they like shaved his head. And he looks weird. No, it wasn't yet. But mm-hmm. uh, but so it's a movie. The premise of said movie is that Dora's parents are going on an adventure in the jungle, and she needs to go spend time with her cousin Diego in the city, mm-hmm. and, and then get used to the city life because yes. they're gonna be moving to they're gonna city eventually. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so while she is there, she gets captured, and she's gonna. The captors are taking her to uh, track down her parents because they want to find out where they're, whatever they're exploring. Um, only thing I really have to say about this is that um, they've got a monkey's boots. Uh-huh. That backpack doesn't talk quite yet, and I like her, that her personality is like the personality from the yeah. TV show. Like, she's, like this supposed to be like I guess like they are supposed to be slighter, slightly older versions of them and stuff. Yeah, they have to be like she in sees, high school. She sees Diego, and it's been a long time she's yeah. seen him, and she's just like, "Cousin Diego, you are tall now." <laughs> and he's just yeah. like, "Yeah, that's we grew up." Yeah, <laughs> she's like super intense. Uh-huh. Uh, take her camping, uh, but we uh, yeah. And I have no uh, no actual love for this movie or uh, shits given about it, but it's just funny to see it kind of come together. Uh, I'm not the most excited for it, but what I did see during the trailer was definitely better than I thought it was going to turn <laughs> out to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was, uh, there were some segments of it that was moderately funny. I like whenever she got the backpack cut and the, tr- uh, the bus and yeah. they started driving away. She was like, uh, help. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, it's cool seeing the premise of it. Her pulling out the giant dagger and everybody was just like, oh, of course Dora has a giant <laughs> dagger in her backpack. Um, but no, I mean, obviously, maybe down the road, whenever Betty's a little older, maybe mm-hmm. that might be a movie we watch together or something. Or yeah. I don't know. I know at Mandy's side of the family, they have a tendency to watch like family-oriented movies. I don't know if that would classify as family or I mean, it is a very family yeah. movie. You know what I mean? I like so. a movie that like everybody's going to sit down and we're going to watch The Incredibles 2 or... Uh, you know, something of that effect. Is this one of those movies kind of a thing, or is this Put your just vote like, in for it. And you're like, I vote for Dora the Explorer. <laughs> yes. That's my vote right now. Uh, Stranger Things 3. I couldn't do any better than that. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was like the, the, the synth in the background, but it wasn't very good. <laughs> Uh, I forget how much I love this show every time I see anything about it. Like, yeah, that's good. You did better than uh, me. No, no, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it was weird. Uh, weird seeing Eleven have long hair. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Uh, it's just like I've, we talked about it before. That show's completely rewatchable. You pop that on, and you're just like, oh, I'm back in. Like, I'm ready to ready to go. And watching that trailer was like, yeah. There's yeah. more of this show that I really love. Uh, I get they're justifying uh, everybody being gone for an extended period of time yeah. before like summer actually hits, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like like Dustin's been gone it's for been like a, few a month of yeah, camp so or whatever. Yeah, something to that effect. And he comes back and they're all like surprised. He screams for life. Yeah. Um. So it's cool knowing that like, hey, we had growth spurts over this last like few months that we've been not seen on te- television or whatever. Yeah. Um. I, everything I've seen about it, I, I love. I'm mm-hmm. excited to see uh, the new creatures. And uh, the one they show at the end of the trailer is really odd. Yeah. Freaky thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Very asymmetrical. Somebody said something to the effect of, like, they thought that, as, like, a weird fan theory, that eventually 
from what happens with people like like whenever Barb got taken, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That those people and the what happens in the upside down, they eventually like turn into those creatures. It's like heartless. Kind of, yeah. Um, but they said that they thought that maybe like that creature in particular was the uh what's the redhead girl's name from season two? You know what I'm talking about? The new character that yeah, they added I don't know in, that new female. Yeah, I know her. Um her brother, the asshole kid. That had oh. the mullet that everybody was like, oh, he's dreamy and he's a hot young dude. The gross, yeah. Um, but he's uh, a lifeguard. He is lifeguard. But, but you, the people think people think of that 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 is him, oh, okay. like a demigorgon or something takes him and he turns into that. Hmm, and that's he's, interesting. Maybe he's like, I recognize these assholes and they're the reason I'm like this, so I'm gonna fucking kill them. Interesting. Um, yeah, but no, I'm I'm always on board. I'm not sad that this is going to be basically like a finale of sorts. For is it their last season? Yeah, they said that three and that was going to be it. Oh. So this should be how everything ends. Wow, Netflix is going to have to up their game. They got last season of Stranger Things, last season of Orange is the New Black, last season of what's another really good show that they're rolling out like the finale of. Uh, there's I, a couple more that are just. It's Jessica Jones doing one more, right? And then, we're, then it's oh done. yeah they're losing all their Mar- their Marvel, Marvel shows. stuffs gone. Yeah. They're starting to pull movies too. I I got told that like uh like their Disney uh, movies are falling and, off and and series of seasons of shows like uh I got told that last week that as of April first like Clone Wars and all of those yeah. animated shows are going to be pulled and yep. gone. Um, and they're going to start pulling movies and stuff eventually, like yeah. slowly but surely once it gets closer to like September. Cause they've October. got a, they've got a contract that's expiring. Yeah. And so they, as soon as they, cause I imagine they didn't all, they didn't all get yeah, on there do it at, once. at once. So they got to kind of fall off as they're 12 months or a, yeah, 12 months or a year or whatever. The... Yeah. Somewhere in that window. <laughs> Um, yeah, I a more. Fortnite, that's almost like fourteen days. <laughs> more of uh, what's the one kid with the teeth? Dustin. And what's the the cool kid uh, that was cool in the first season, but wasn't as cool in the second season? His name's Joe in real life. Yeah, I forget Joe, his last his Joe name I R L and Dustin. Uh, more of them together is my favorite fucking thing. If they I know. do a spin-off. As soon as they saw each other and they hugging each other and shit like that, and the chick behind the counter is just like, you have weird friends. How many, ki- how how many, many kids, kids are, are your friends, friends with? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, if they just do a spin-off of the two of them, yeah. I'm, I'm in. Like, that's that's good for me. Um, also watched a trailer for a movie called The Professor and the Madman. Okay. Uh, which is... Um, it is. I'm actually out of trailers. Uh, Mel, so you, you tell me all your trailers. Mel. Mel B. <laughs> no. Mel Gibson. Yes, thank you. Really? Mel Gibson. Oh, I mean, man. you only had like five to choose Hold from. On. <sighs> you get that nasal spray, buddy. No, it's cocaine. Don't <laughs> lie to the viewers, the listeners. I'm already fucked up. They can see me right now. <laughs> Mel Gibson and Sean Penn. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> together two men that can be angry yes <laughs> brought together um, very bearded both of them yeah said in like whenever the dictionary was first written uh like the webster's like webster? dictionary yeah um because is this about webster these are the two guys who wrote the webster's dictionary that's awesome and and they're like their story of how because i guess they're both they're both like elite um like very prestigious Went to like the Ivy League schools and everything, and so they're working on this thing. And at some point, I don't know if it's before or after, Sean Penn goes in the nut house, 
And so Mel Gibson's character has to convince them to get him out of the nut house so that he can help him write the dictionary. And it's kind of like their story. And so that's the professor and the madman. Uh, it looks kind of interesting. Awesome. Um, I like Mel Gibson with a giant ass beard. So uh, I'll probably watch it at some point in time. Uh, so the people that they're actually like based off of, so the character of Rick Dalton is based off of Burt Reynolds, and Burt Reynolds was really the next door neighbor to Sharon Tate. Oh, so that's I has, see. his relation is that he is literally next door to Sharon Tate all the time. During so they're, okay. they're neighbors. Got this. Okay. Um, and I guess the character of Rick Dalton is supposed to be like Burt Reynolds. Brad Pitt's Cliff Booth, uh, stunt double and best friend of Rick or Burt Reynolds, mm-hmm. uh, is based on the real stuntman and filmmaker Hal Needman. Needham. Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess it, it, he he would have honestly it kind been, of changed. Some he of probably the names. would have been, I'm assuming, Burt Reynolds or whoever was at the time. Whenever they kidnapped her and shit, all the women came and I kidnapped see, so her. He would have been close. So he would have been close at least to know like, what, what the was hell's going on. I would assume the police probably. I asked wonder why Burt. they changed their names, but they still keep like Sharon Tate and they keep Steve McQueen and they like they keep yeah. some of these names, but not all. Maybe they don't have the rights to use their likeness. Perhaps I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But, I didn't uh, realize that Emil Hirsch was the, I like the hairstylist guy <laughs> in funny. the movie that you see. It's like gay and he's like spraying hair. Oh, okay. Um, that's cool. I just wanted to pull that up real quick. Should be good. For facties. Should be a, a great, uh, You're great, great flick. You have more? You uh, Trailers? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. No, I'm out of trailers. Well, hit me with a uh, hit me with a new news. Let's uh let's break into. Don't you hit me with the new uh, news. Let's break into. Uh, throw up. <sighs> the fact that you're disgusting. I am. Go ahead. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three is getting James Gunn back, even though I said it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. Uh, Did you also see the news that hit yesterday? That rumor has it. That Mr. Mark Hamill might be playing Rocket Raccoon's creator in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, 3. I didn't see that. Yeah, that's cool. Who he uh, fucking hates, you know? Rocket hates his creator. So oh, for nice. making you, so I think that would be really cool seeing him as like maybe he might potentially be a nice guy and meant well with it or something, but technically he's kind of like a villain person gotcha. in Rocket's mind. Yeah. So that would I'm be a- kind of interesting to see if that ends up panning out. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, they just put the second season of Nightfall on Hulu, and What's Nightfall is that, that show from History Channel with Mark Hamill oh. as like that old like bearded yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Viking kind of thing. Um, I'm going to have to tune in just to see how that all plays out. But yeah, so uh, Disney has gone back on their word and rehired James Gunn. Um, evidently, they never looked for another director. Um, they were just kind of put the project on hold. And um, I guess it's safe to say that even though they feel passionately about how somebody is enough to fire them and cause a bunch of ruckus, you know, wait three months and they're just going to go back on it. Um, which leads me to the thought that maybe we should not make like knee-jerk reactions because we're afraid that the public is gonna lose their shit and let's just take a moment and just see what happens like let's just put the project on hold maybe let's say we're gonna put guardians of galaxy 3 on hold until further notice um put the projects on lock let's just let's just put it on hold for a sec instead of like saying you're gonna fire the dude because nobody's gonna believe that shit when you say you're gonna fire somebody again right and just it's stupid it's dumb. Yeah. And stupid. And you made me look like an asshole. <laughs> I did? No, they did. Oh, yeah. Because I said that it wasn't going to happen. Fuck those kids. 
<laughs> Speaking of Disney, April 12th is the slated set release date for Star Wars Episode Nine's first trailer. What was it? April, April 1? 12th. That's already passed. No, that's March 12th. It's I got gotcha. you. April 12th. April 12th. We're talking about another month. <laughs> we're, we're still in March right now as we're recording this. Currently in March. It is currently the 27th. When this episode releases, it'll be April Fool's Day. Oh. I hope I didn't just fool you with that trailer. <laughs> this is all going to be fake news. Um, No. I hope not. Nah. I hope this actually is true, though, because, I mean, that's it, it came from multiple sources on, like, Star Wars. Shit, cool. So, um, looking like April 12th is supposed to be the first day. Also, uh, some of the leaks show that Abrams is going to try and do his best in uh, not just the trailer, but in the movie in general to retcon the lineage of Rey's actual parentage and make yeah. it be like, hey, he was totally lying to you. Your parents aren't just, you know, Which whatever. would be super easy because... Yeah, it would be, but I'm just saying, like, they would be like, the I don't know where they're going to try and yeah. shoehorn them if she's, like, really a Skywalker and that is how they're going to complete, like, a Skywalker cycle kind saw, of thing. I gotcha. Or if they're going to just be like, you're fucking Lando's white daughter. <laughs> um, well, and, I mean, the fact that that Kylo Ren said that means nothing because he's a bad guy and he's going to lie to get, he's going to manipulate people. So I yeah. think it'll be pretty easy to do that. A Sith manipulate people? No <laughs> what? <laughs> um, in the other James Gunn news, they have said that Suicide Squad 2 is just called The Suicide Squad. Is it like a reboot? It's a reboot completely. Yeah. They're going to forget the whole first movie. Um, they're just gonna, they're gonna start We're fresh. We're just gonna wipe that slate clean. We may... Jared Leto Joker? Who are you talking about? What's that? Uh, which, that wasn't gonna happen anyways, it sounded like, because I guess Jared Leto and James Gunn are not, uh, people that go in the same room together. Really? Um, I wonder so, what happened there. I don't know. Maybe he, uh, said something naughty on Twitter about him. <laughs> Ten years ago? <laughs> Ten years ago. Um, yeah, so it didn't sound like that was gonna happen anyways, but we've got a new dead shot with Idris Elba, we already knew <laughs> that. Um, and then, so what I want to know is, we all love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Margaret. And she's really, she's been our first live action Suicide Squad, or our first live action Harley Quinn. Yeah. And she's got a slate of movies coming out with her being Harley Quinn, and cool, great. Are we going to get a Harley Quinn in this The Suicide Squad movie, and will it be Margot Robbie? Because that doesn't really work with timeline if it's a reboot. I'm going to say it, we probably will. And it will not be Margot Robbie. You think we'll get another Harley Quinn? I think we'll get Quinn. somebody different. And they because might even try to take a completely different take with it. Not not just like the skimpy, you know, short shorts, tank top type thing. Yeah. I think we'll probably get like maybe even more of a broken down version of one that's wearing like a similar jumpsuit or something like that. I gotcha. I mean, I don't, it depends on what kind of art direction he's going to take it. I think they could do it. Yeah. Just like I've always thought that if the right person did it and they did it with X-Men, they could get them in the suits and have a Wolverine that's in oh, the fucking yeah. yellow and the, and the blue and everything. Um, and same thing with all the rest of the X-Men and like the blue and yellows and shit like that. They could do it if you had the right person to do it. Um, and I think James Gunn could do that and get away with it because he's you know, a really, really smart director. Yes. And visionary. Uh, I think. Could Daniel Radcliffe be Wolverine? I thought you were going to say, could Daniel Radcliffe be Harley Quinn? I was like, probably not. <laughs> he doesn't have pigtails. He's I don't not... know why it popped in my head, but... Could he be Wolverine? If he got ripped. He's short. He's hairy. Yeah. Um, which I, are I guess two of the requirements. Yeah, yeah that, that's the requirements. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
Sure. I mean, I, I I would watch a movie that would be like I want to see him, like, get ripped as fuck. Yeah. Ripped that's, that's, that's the thing, though. Like, to me, like, I could see, like, you see all of the Batman that we have had before in the past. They mm-hmm. all follow, like, a standard suit. They're roughly, like, maybe around six foot. They got A nipples. little tall. Some have nipples. Some don't have nipples. But they're all about the same exact, you know, fucking build, build basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I could see, because of... You know, the way that comic books are. Uh-huh. We see different styles of artwork. Yeah. There could be a Batman that's tall and skinny and, mm-hmm. you know, or it doesn't have to be like super buff or yeah. even like the standard like armor or anything like that. You know, with uh, David Mazuza, uh, yeah. we could maybe see a Batman that's in a suit that's like a little bit thinner and slim, you mm-hmm. know, down. It doesn't have to be like he's super fucking swole all of a sudden because I, he's like, punching. Have shit. you seen Gerard Way's Batman statue that he did? No. Pull that up. Okay. Uh, speaking of skinny Batmans, uh, it looks super cool. But um, even if what well, my point with it before yeah. we get too far from it, even with <laughs> with Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> I could see it being possible because it doesn't have to be like fucking Hugh Jackman jacked. I worked, you know, so that's true. it could still just be ripped and stuff like that and tame. Fit. He still has like the whole point of Wolverine is that he has fucking feral rage and health regeneration. Yeah. He could still be fucking angry, strong mm-hmm. guy and not have to look like he's fucking uh, Gerard Butler stepping off the set of 300 kind yeah. of oiled abs and shit. That's true. Absolutely. Um, what was it? Because he's a uh, Gerard Way Batman. Uh, but yeah, because really Wolverine's a Canadian boy. He's got some, yeah. some paleness hey. to him. He's uh, kind of a... <laughs> hey. He's got the paleness, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, there's a skinny Batman for you. Yeah. See, like, I could see, like, that He's would be... He's a long and slender it, 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 it would fella. be. It's okay if there's a, a Batman that's like that. There's a, It's okay in my mind if there's a uh, a Wolverine that's not... He, he still is fit underneath that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. Robin is fit, but he's yeah. always been skinny he's and been short. A, he's a, he's a, a, a fucking dancer's body. Right. That's uh, what I'm saying. You, know, you could have a Wolverine that's yeah. like that. You don't have to have a Batman that's like this. That's true. Um, is yeah. That the, is that his Joker? Yeah, I think that's his Joker. That's cool. Yeah. I like the black and white of it. Mm-hmm. But, really uh, cool. but yeah. So, so that goes, let's go all the way back to the Sku- the Squad Squad. Sku- squad. Um, they don't have to have Harley Quinn in that movie. Um, will no. it be confusing with two Harley Quinns sure. out there? Um, they but, can... I mean, I think, have we ever had two Batman at any point in time? I don't think so. I don't so. think we've ever had that. But... I don't think we've been as fortunate. They could have. Yeah, but I mean that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that that would have been that confusing no. if we would have started. If they would have started making the Batfleck movies mm-hmm. uh, roughly around the same time that they were making, like finishing up the Nolan trilogy or something of yeah. that effect, then it still wouldn't be confusing to me, and I would be okay with that because one is a definitely a way more serious tone, and then this one is like more like super comic booky. We've got like fucking Doomsday here mm-hmm. and shit, you know. You know, the other way you're like they're like. It's grounded. Yeah, basically. Well, and the the other thing, like with that, I could see they could they could swap out my Affleck from a ham, and mm. continue on with the Justice League that way, and then give me the Batman as a younger Batman, and yeah. I wouldn't, as long as they weren't like this is the exact same character and just two people playing it, and they did like different, either different versions, different visual styles, like you said, or even age range. Uh, it would be or like the fat Batman versus the skinny Batman. No, uh, Tiny little news thing though was the rumors of the uh, Matt Reeves Batman is that it's supposed to be set in the nineties. Yeah, I saw so that. So we'll see. I guess uh, it makes sense with a, maybe a younger Batman that's growing up in that 
where they could pick it up technically. They could make make it like a nowadays eventually, and then him being older at that point in time. The Justice League technically being true timeline. Mm -hmm. uh, That might be a way for them to not wipe the timeline all the way. Yeah. Um, What do you think about them talking about uh, Mr. Michael B. Jordan possibly as a runner for Superman? I'm okay with it. I mean, it doesn't bug me. I've said that before with... uh, other characters there have been people that were saying like uh what do you feel about like idris elba playing like an older batman or something like that at some point in time or maybe like if they did a batman beyond have like idris elba be your bruce wayne the older grizzled batman and then have somebody that's a younger black man like michael b jordan or somebody that you know even younger than him yeah portraying uh jaden smith i don't yeah. know it's somebody portraying terry yeah or something to that effect and i'm just like fucking do it it's cool shit i'm fine with it Somebody like Jaden would be a cool Terry McGinnis. Yeah. I didn't even think about like going that route. Um, like just going like just you to... just have like him, Idris Elba doing like a War of the Cowl for years and years and explain all this stuff to yeah. him and just be like grizzled older Batman walking around with the cane. And do your, your old white man and it could be like Mr. Drummer. Is it Drummel? Drummer? What's uh Who? What's that? That guy, Mister Dremel's a tool, Shad. In <laughs> uh, <laughs> there, somebody that's like there's a an old white man and a young black kid uh, movie or TV show, and uh, is this uh, what's the, Willis? Talk about is Willis. It, what is what? What is that show? Uh, Good times. No. Happy times. Somebody is yelling at us through the radio, going, "It's fucking this, you idiots!" I know, but I've never watched it. If I'm um, if I'm being happy times, honest, it's uh, not happy times. Uh, what are you <laughs> talking, talking about? <laughs> about Willis Jif uh, meme song? Oh What's God! What you talking about, Willis? What is this show? Gary Coleman. That was his name. Different, different strokes, strokes, but it's different. Click on that. But it's it doesn't have an different yeah, D I F you have to say it rent correctly. Different strokes. Um edited edited into Tupac Resurrection. click on that uh that that link right there. I wanna see what the name of this old man is. This uh Drummond? Mr. Drummond, yeah. Conrad Bain. Yeah. Oh my god, Bain, we came full circle. Oh, it's Batman. So what if we had Conrad Bain play our older Bruce Wayne? He may be Gary Coleman portray uh he is dead portray young terry mcginnis (laughs) these are both the dead men i do believe (laughs) but if we did that in 1990 do you think that would be cool i would watch it would you um somebody throwing it'd be amazing if they were doing batman beyond before batman beyond was made (laughs) somebody pick up gary coltman and throw him across the stage to kind of simulate him flying oh because they don't have technology no they didn't have they didn't have ropes and stuff like that then they just have a Strong man. Twenty years before that, they were doing Superman mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Why would we <laughs> With not? The tagline: you Todd Bridges was there. Man could fly. He's still alive. Thank God. <laughs> um, what else you got? What else do I have? Well, let me tell you, Shad. We have a couple of things in some a uh, little bit of perusing that I did, if you will, a little bit of tippity typing. Yeah. Uh, I never stop it, and I can't think of anything that rhymed with it. Uh, East of West might get adapted into an Amazon series. Oh, cool. Um, they apparently started talking about it at the end of last year. It hasn't kicked up too much more ground from that, but I was reading some articles that came out from then, and one that was just like a month ago or something, and they were just like, it's still potentially happening. We're still talking with some of the executives. They've got a lot of other things on their plate with one other thing that got announced uh, earlier last week as well. What was that? Um, 
Oh, we'll talk about it in a second. I'll just go ahead and bring it up since we're talking about Amazon. You don't let me derail you very often. You're I really don't. good at it. I, but I'm excited because I, I take us through like a journey. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more. I've been reading more uh, East of West. Uh, we'll Ooh. talk about that next week and stuff. But I'm I'm super excited because I want to know how they're going to shoot this. If this is going to be didn't really specify if it's going to be animated or real. If they do it real, I'm kind of wanting to know, like, how are you going to shoot this? How we, what kind of art style are we going to do with this? Is it going to be more hyper-realistic? Um, and we're just going to have, like, this guy is portraying death, but he doesn't, like, look all white. You could, like, fucking Sin City it and have, like, those weird yeah. off avant-garde colors with the people that they're kind of associated Scanner with. darkly. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be a really cool route to take a comic like okay. this, honestly. Um, but that made me excited. The other series is uh, we've got a little uh, little Dark Tower boy coming along. I, I I have that. I didn't remember if that was where that was coming through. Yeah, it was. Um, so uh, Dark Tower also. is an official go yes. at Amazon, um, and so much so that we have casting of two main characters. We got mm-hmm. Sam Strike, who is uh, a younger guy. He's in uh, the Night Flyers series on uh, sci-fi right now. I see. Which is, uh, Night Flyers is a George R. R. Martin book. It's a sci-fi book that he wrote oh, before. Oh, that's cool. Um, that it got picked up for a sci-fi series. So that's, he's from that show right now. He's going to be our Roland, this Jane. Yes. Um, in uh, this adaptation. And then Jasper, weird uh, Finnish last name. Pakokunen. I'm glad you said, he's from Vikings. Yes. Um, he is going to be playing Martin. Yes. Um, or Man in Black. And I looked him up and he, he looked like he'd play a good yeah. Martin. Like, it, visually. Because where they're staying at with the younger, both men being younger at this point in time, um, I'm thinking either very beginning of the comic book timeline the adaptation, um, starting off there before we're even to like the Wizard and Glass phase, mm-hmm. or maybe just starting at like Wizard and Glass. Maybe these characters are... We're diving in, and they're a slightly already established as gunslingers. They're just young kids. I see. Or I think it would be cool as shit just starting from the fucking beginning with yeah. the comics and I actually think... like having them do the fight with Court and yes. shooting him and all of that and growing up to that his point. Parents and everything yeah. to it. Because with the way that he looks and that character, uh, the the guy uh, Jasper with the mustache, uh-huh. looks exactly like Walter in the comic books. Like whenever yes. they show him, and he's uh-huh. like sleeping with. Uh, with, with, uh, with Roland's mom, mom and yeah. stuff in the comics. Exactly like him. Just put him in that long cloak <laughs> and shit. And I was just like, oh, this is good casting already. <laughs> well, um, and, and and I think for the casual viewer, there because this story can get very complicated. Definitely. Um, it's probably wise to start with Gunslinger Born from the beginning. Yeah. Um, you follow it'll be really cool because you're going to have... All the Gunslinger Born stuff, you'll have like the deception that happens between Roland's mother and father and Walter creating yeah. all of this um, deceit and everything that happens. And then you'll have the wars that mm-hmm. happen directly after that. What's um, Is Roland probably, what, like 14, 15 at the beginning of that story? Is he's, that... he's young. He's like the youngest to ever get the actual band, like to be a Gunslinger. I see. Um, I think he's 15. Okay. Because uh, like a year's time happens, and then that's when Wizard and Glass happens because he's like almost 16 going on 17. He is 16 going, going on 17. Um, uh, <laughs> he's that age whenever that happens, and he meets uh, Susanna. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. But no, I'm I'm super fucking pumped. Yeah. That, that's like now. I, I wasn't even expecting that. I, I knew that it was rumor, mm-hmm. but I didn't know if the movie had shot it down so much so that we weren't getting it. Yeah, where was it standing? Uh, on this is going to be the best thing for this series. Mm-hmm. Is just is just doing 
fucking television series on yeah. it. You could go for seasons and seasons. The kid's going to get older, too. Yeah. So just even have your Roland stay the same and mm-hmm. go through once it hits, like, year three like or everything. four. And it, you're like, oh, shit, we're at the gunslinger. And he just, like, just give him, like, let him grow some gruff and maybe put, like... A little bit of makeup to yeah. give him some bags. Like, he's like, I've been walking through the fucking desert for a mm-hmm. long time. And then just keep going with the same people and do tall, do everything. Absolutely. I don't see why not. Like I don't either. And and I don't know if you have for, I don't know if you need the feel, the feature films that they were originally talking about. No. That's like, what I'm saying. I just, this, this whole series screams television to yeah. me. And seeing this cast so far, and I'm, I'm sure we're, we're going to do younger... Roland, so we're going to have a Cuthbert and we're going to have an Alan. Yeah. Um, excited to see what we're going to do for that because I'm sure we're going to have like fucking those two cracking jokes back and forth and stuff. Uh-huh. It's going to be almost like you're going to give me some of like the weird almost vibes that I get from Stranger Things with the funny jokes that happen back and forth mm-hmm. between teens and then in my favorite book series of all yes, time. Yes, absolutely. So I'm definitely all in. It is. Tell me more news, please. Um, it was announced that they are working on a Nino Cooney film really yeah an actual like studio ghibli film um, i'm assuming i don't let me let's uh let's do a quick uh, anime warner brothers or... japan anime and level five are working on a anime film based okay. on nino kuni um and so looks like we're gonna get it's uh do so it's warner brothers japan and then level yeah. five level five so i wonder if so it is studio... still studio ghibli is doing the art for it oh okay i don't know I don't so know level five is the developer uh that's the actual game developer. Oh, okay. The artwork and everything, the characters are all inspired based off of like Studio Ghibli, which is like a Howl's Moving Castle, yeah. well, I Spirited will tell Away, you, shit like that. The uh, the the composer on it is Joe Hisashi, who Hisashi. who did uh, Princess Mononoke and Spirit Away's yeah. music. So, so he did that. The they first are close too. to it, so it can't yeah. be that it can't be too far away from yeah. it. Just be a, a straight up Studio Ghibli. There's no. I mean, it's. It's such a. I I'd only played bits of the first game, and I actually only pl- I played the entirety of the second game. Oh, did you really? Um, the bits from the first game, I had to do a little high seas action for uh, because I didn't have a PS3 anymore. Oh, uh, so I played a little emulation, if you know what I mean. I gotcha. Um, but I only you, played I, a little bit of it. But the second game is not uh, follow suit with uh, with that in in general. Mm-hmm. Um, the second game. I loved, I thought it was amazing, but they, it's like Final Fantasy in that sense where they don't have the exact same tied storyline to it. Oh, okay. Uh, I think the, I the land is similar, like it's like still basically the same land, but this game takes place like hundreds of years later, and... kind of a thing. That's yeah. the game I think I told you about at one point in time, maybe, not on this podcast, but um, maybe on, on Ask for the Rest of Us podcast, that's the game that starts off and it's just... In the United States, in New York City. This and is two? This is two. Okay. President of the United States is, and this doesn't sound like this should belong in a Japanese anime game. Uh-huh. President of the United States is driving in a limousine in, in like a motorcade in New York uh-huh. City. They're going to do, he's getting ready to do like a big press conference um, in like a big city hall uh-huh. setting there. Um, driving across uh, the George Washington Bridge. Um, and they're talking about like the meetings and stuff that are coming up. All of a sudden, a nuclear bomb goes off. Oh, shit. The president wakes up, and he's in a castle. <laughs> he's dressed dressed like uh, the he, in like this like red cloak thing, almost kind of like Orin oh, from yeah. Final Fantasy mm-hmm. X in a way. Like a, he's you know, like a more medieval garb. 
um, in a way. And uh, this character runs through, and it's the prince of this land. Um, and Prince Evan, I think is his name, if I'm not mistaken. And everybody's kind of like, how does this guy get up here? Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Oh, shit, there's people chasing me. I'm going to help this kid. And he's like, ah, and now he's invested. The President of the United States is also, like, he's the second most important character of this entire game. And he is <laughs> thrust into a high, his name is Roland. He is thrust into this high fantasy land trying to help Prince Evan start a new kingdom because he's like the rightful heir and people were like overthrowing his kingdom. Oh my gosh. That's how the game starts. That's I'm talking like 20 minutes in. You're just like, why is the president of the United States here? Why does the president of the United States have a cool anime ponytail? Oh, nuclear bomb. We're in a castle. He's got different clothes on. He picked up a sword, and he has a gun still. Which none of these the guns don't exist here. The president's carrying a fucking nine millimeter, and this guy's like charging at him. He shoots the dude, and everybody's just like, <gasps> and he's just like, I'm just helping. <laughs> so you're like fucking That's using wild. guns in the game as as in this like high fantasy setting yeah. as the president, former president of the United States. At one point in time, you're just like. Nuclear bomb went off in New York City. You'd think maybe he'd be more invested and be like, I should try and go back and help the citizens of the United States. And then like two hours in, he's just like, I'm going to stay here, Prince Evan. I'm going to help you. I'm going to be like your king's guard. <laughs> he's just like, fuck the real world. I'm here. <laughs> and he invests it completely. <laughs> wow. I uh, Yeah, I've, I've played the first one. Uh, not all the way through. I've, I've uh, played a couple hours of it. And I really dig it. Uh, on and I have played it out on my PS3, and uh, totally planned to play the second one once I finished mm-hmm. the first one. Uh, did not realize that that was. Oh, dude, it's so worth it. It's great. You'll love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, is it my turn? It is your turn. I don't know who's. We turn don't have is. to take turns. Oh, okay. But you can go. I'm gonna take my turn. <laughs> Uh, Netflix picked up a new anime series uh, from the same people that are making Castlevania, mm-hmm. who now have they're working on Castlevania season three. They're working on uh, the supposed, I'm assuming is still real, Legend of Zelda anime series that they're picked oh, yeah, up as I well too. About that. And now they're making a whole new original uh, anime series that's based on Greek mythology called uh, Gods and Heroes. And it's all basically not one synonymous story. It's basically every episode is going to be kind of telling love, stuff. death, and robots kind of setup that they got going yeah, on. Yeah, kind of in a way like that. Uh, to where every episode is going to be telling its own individual story. Like yeah. you're almost reading a Greek mythology book and you're yeah. just like, oh, I'm going to open up this one and learn how echoes were made because nice. that's like a Greek mythology. You know? Yeah. And you'll have like episodes that are based on anime or uh, anime uh, based on uh, Greek gods and Greek heroes of the time and stuff like that. Nice. Um, excited for that. I've always loved Greek mythology um, since I was a kid anyways. I've got tons of books on it. Um Anything new about it, especially on the anime front, sounds really kind of dope to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I got some uh, some book news, some comic book more related news. Okay. Um, Ahoy Comics, which uh, is... Uh, the only thing I know Ahoy from is I think that they produce Chips. that Action Cap... Not Action Cap. Action Cat, with a T, uh, comic book. Okay. Uh, but they've got... You know, they're a real small publisher and whatnot. They have picked up vertigo's second coming book that they canceled the uh the jesus and superman team up book or whatever it's not That's superman the, the last time was gonna end up getting it got they, canned they canned it because it. people were upset about it uh but uh yeah so action cat not the gerard way song uh but uh I was the comic to a... try uh just type in ahoy comics 
start there first. There's comics down here. I just wanted to see artwork on it. Oh, it's that. I think it's uh, Art Balthazar. Cool. Oh, that's not... That's all. Oh, yeah comics. That's different. Oh, Dark yeah. Uh, maybe Ahoy Comics. See what they do. Dynamite. I'm getting ready to uh, sneeze, I think. Uh, but we'll, we'll see what happens after that. Uh, yeah, so Ahoy Comics is giving... Uh, giving us the second coming book. Uh, it does not look like Ahoy Comics and Action Cat are related. Wow. Um, does it look like that? Action Cat? I don't know. That's no. What I was asking you. Action Cat doesn't belong to Ahoy Comics. I just thought it did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that's why you were telling me to look up Ahoy Comics and Action Cat. No, not together. Action Cat together. I thought that they belonged together. I was, Shit. I was wrong. Other things I was wrong about... There's another season of Arrow before it's canceled. It's not this one. It's next one. Okay. Um, but it's been bothering me. Yeah. And season 15, next season of Supernatural is going to be the last one. I saw one. that, which is, uh, they're both ending at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, yeah, second coming, we're going to get Not by Vertigo. Um, there were a couple of books that came out this week that I wanted to mention. Are, are you familiar with the... Glow book or the uh, Glow show that was on Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. You watched that? Rest- I've not watched it at the. I haven't watched it. It's the Women of Wrestling round, yeah. right, right? The Glow number one, the comic book, uh, kind of in tandem with that story, continuing that storyline, uh, released today. Um, and also, another book that got released today is a book called Neon Future, uh, which looked kind of interesting. I thought I'd just uh, mention it, kind of music news also, because. Steve Akoi, is that how you say his name? Uh, A-O-K-I, the the guy <laughs> that does the like a DJ and shit. Guy. Yeah. Uh, he is writing this book, uh, this comic book. What? It's called Neon Future. Um, and it looks like it stars him. Like the cover of it looks like him uh, on it. And uh, so hmm. it, it kind of looks, uh, looks neat. Uh, oh, they must have done a trailer oh, okay. for it. Like stills or something in that effect or a slightly animated one maybe potentially but uh yeah he's got album titles of it is he's is he writing the albums for it specifically did this come out before i don't know you know what i mean i didn't know oh maybe there's a neon future one and maybe he was telling the story and now they've got the comics based off of it kind of like uh like uh coheed like coheed does yeah it could absolutely could be uh but yeah it just it's a futuristic kind of robots and and whatnot uh thing that he's doing and just thought it was a, a neat little thing to bring up you're neat and then uh only other book thing i wanted to bring up is that they are popping up speaking of stranger things like stranger things shit like crazy uh as far as they've got the stranger stranger things comic book that's been going out uh they're doing them in like little mini series like they've got which this one I'm super excited for is Stranger Things Six is what it's called. It's a four part series. Okay. Um, and it's gonna be it starts in May, uh, but it is I know it's confusing. It's called Six, but it's four parts. Um, but it follows one of eleven sisters. Yeah, that's why uh, I was gonna ask if it was like that's because it's and I was like her. that's awesome. I would like to see more all about of them. them. Like one through ten. Give me what all was of the, them. Was eight that we saw? I think it two, was eight. That's the. If, the one with the hair yeah. that, that turns her into a cool girl. Yeah. Turns a yeah, lemon into a cool girl. Bitchin' girl. Bitchin' girl. Yeah. Um, so I would absolutely be down to seeing 
a set of miniseries following those different experiments that they did. I thought that was a really cool idea. Absolutely. And they're doing books and stuff to follow, like, I would rather, Hopper's backstory. I would rather almost have either, like, book books or comic books. Rather, honestly, comic books to see, like, a visual art style that they would do. Because mm-hmm. they could do different art styles with each character. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and have, like, different artists do their own interpretations of it and stuff. Kind of like how you do with Batman with different stories. Um I think it'd be really cool to see, like, you just have, like, you know, start with who the original was and work your way yes. up or something like that. Yeah, because they don't really, like, they started off with, like, what was Will doing in the Upside Down? What if that's when... how they tie it together? What if the, like, the monster that we see in, uh... Like, what if the big monsters are what if... the other experiments? Yeah, like, and that's 11... how it fucked up. And Eleven was just like, we started getting it right. Or does Eleven, at the end, turn into a monster? Maybe. But that's what I meant, like, what if that's how, like... The whole world kind of split, and that's how they were doing it because they were testing Probably. it out on different people. And like the monster we see might be like three that's, or something yeah. like that. You know, I, I mean? like that too. That'd be kind of. But cool. I like these little stories. I like the uh, I like the idea of going into those versus like they're writing a book about like Jim Hopper's backstory. I right. don't know if I necessarily care about that that much. I'm cool. With that. I mean, it's it's not gonna it's not a bad thing, but I, it's not like it's not pulling me in. Um, and then, like, I don't really care about what Will's doing in the Upside Down when everybody else is trying to look for him. But the thought of going through these different experiments and how they kind of, their lives after the experiment is kind of neat. I'm in. Uh, so Neon Future 1 actually released in 2014. Oh, okay. So, so he's been working on this for a bit. And then 2016 was when 2 worked. And then present, he's working on 3 and 4. And now he's got the... the, uh, the whatever it's the feature film Damn. version of it and stuff so is he course. a singer too does he like do you know much about this steve accoy not really i thought he actually just did dj work because he has more people like he collabs with people on almost yeah. everything other than just songs that were in, instrumental on he's stuff. got a, a new song uh, uh with neon future here, yeah too. he's got neon future has tracks from snoop lion at the time i see uh rivers is on it too nice so i mean they've got it says he's worked with Will I Am, El Alfameo, uh, Lincoln Park, Iggy Azalea, mm-hmm. Little John, so a bunch of different artists. His uh, Lady Antebellum's on the new album cool. with him, so he's got like he's mixing it up. That Blink One A Two song that he did is really good. They cool. they did together with all the three of them and him. It's a, it's a nice offering. Uh, some Microsoft news, uh, kind of coming off of what we talked about a little Ooh. bit last time. So Xbox Live is uh, incorporating to other consoles for sure. Um, yes. Xbox Live functionality is coming to iOS and Android pretty soon. Uh, could be as early as next month, honestly, in April. Hmm. Um, so where that would come with your uh, your achievements. Uh, so certain games that you might play on your phone, if you don't have like an Xbox and you start up an Xbox Live account that's tied to it, you could get your achievements and gamer score like up on there from playing other games that are offered on. Uh, the Microsoft uh, Game Store, so like Minecraft, for example, or Ori and the Blind Forest, if they've got versions of that that you can play on your phone, you can actually get those achievements unlocked and stuff from there, and it translates across everything. Um, so you also have access to like clubs that are on there too, because they have clubs for like, if this is like your favorite game or something, follow the club and talk to people on there oh. about you know, your favorite game. They always want people to talk to people. Them. They do. They want incorporation. Ugh. Uh, friends list will be on there as well just a bunch of other things and with the announcement of that kind of coming in and uh, with Xbox Live kind of transposing to that they also announced that uh, the Xbox exclusive Cuphead Mm -hmm. that we've talked about uh, is coming to Nintendo Switch 
That's a, when you just when you said it was exclusive. I was like, I thought I've seen that for Switch. No, it is exclusive to Microsoft things only. But so it's getting ready to be. It's going to be. They're really. So they're working with that incorporation. Working together. Yep. Uh, so Cuphead is going to come to Nintendo Switch along with uh, eventually Xbox Live support for it as well too. So technically, since it's Xbox Live, if you've got Cuphead on the Switch, and since I have it on my Xbox, we could still play using Xbox Live together and do co-op using you know a switch and an xbox what is this cuphead game about uh cuphead like, like an arcade kind of in a way it's like a 2d side scroller most of it's kind of like a boss battle type thing like a boss mode like a what do they call that boss gauntlet is what i'm thinking of where you fight multiple levels where you fight like boss after boss after boss you don't have to go through a giant level like Mega Man mm-hmm. and then fight the boss at the end of it kind of a thing they do have like run and gun levels where you'll run and try and fight things and just get from start to finish but majority of the levels are you actually fighting just the boss. And the boss goes through several phases. Mm-hmm. And it's a very difficult game. Um, it's a 2D um, side-scrolling-esque type game. But the art style is definitely very unique. It's the one that looks like it's kind of made from like cartoons that are like 1920s-esque yeah. in a way. But the whole game plays out like that. It doesn't look um, like that's like a cutscene kind of a thing. And then you have a slightly dumbed-down version of it. It looks like that. Like It plays like an old Mickey Mouse cartoon. And it's it's really charming. It's super difficult though. What is Cuphead's weapon? Uh, he shoots. Uh, I think it's milk from his fingers. Gross. Because okay. he's got milk in his cup on his uh, head, and uh, he just he does this like where he like shoots by like snapping his fingers snap. and making the making the gun thing, uh-huh. and you shoot out of your fingers like that. Interesting. Um, you do get you coffee. can get uh, you can get uh, different power ups and stuff and uh, different liquids, different liquids, different ways to shoot. Kind of like how in Contra you can get like spread shot and stuff like that. Oh, uh, okay. Different ways to fire and whatnot. Um, yeah, shoot it you out can of get his penis. That. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know if he has a penis. Maybe he has a he has a body technically, so yeah. he might he might use his straw to straw for his fucking yeah. Um, and then the last bit of the, uh, the Xbox news is that the Xbox One S All Digital Edition, which is a mouthful, That's is going to be making it. its debut. Uh, the rumor is May 7th this year. Um, we're supposed to get more news on it sometime next month, but they kind of leaked out like uh, what the art for the box looks like and what the actual Xbox itself mm-hmm. looks like with, the, with no disc uh, slot on there. Uh, I had a thought about... I get, it kind of goes with that and with the whole Xbox... Uh, game pass, game pass, gold. Um, Xbox Live is like uh, the Xbox Gold is like what you would use to play online. What's coming to Game the, Pass is what you uh, you have to get games on. Is that what's coming code. to the Switch potentially later? You can on? get Game Pass on it too eventually. Yeah. Okay, so I had this thought, and it probably is you're like, yeah, no shit, dumbass, it's right there in front of you. No. Um, is that whether we like it or not, and we'll talk about it a little bit more with the what Google announced. Mm-hmm. But everything is going towards like subscription services more and streaming and whatever. Is that I realized all the the game companies are doing the Microsoft, Epic Games, um, what you know PlayStation's got with the Now, what uh, Nintendo's got with their with their uh, thing as well that I can't remember the name of. Uh, is that they're all just working on their version of what we're seeing in the the tv world with that we've been seeing since netflix went digital yeah you know we got netflix and then we started with like amazon and then hulu and sling and blah 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 blah. Yeah. we're starting to see that that war the digital war mm-hmm. starting to, to come so up in the games. because it's something that is 
more easily accessible across the board. That'd be what, like I said, what we talk about later with here in a bit with uh, with Google. Yeah, and I mean it's been this way with PlayStation now probably longer than the others. I think more so than not. Now we'll probably see that kind of transpiring with Xbox because it's going to be on every other console. Maybe eventually the cross on platform TV is the thing too. that's yeah yeah. So with X Cloud, which is another service that they've kind of worked on, I think that's what they're going to be branding and using um that for okay. so if you could probably maybe like hey on Sam- your samsung tv download x cloud and you will be able to have access to game pass and yeah. all the games that are on there you know over a hundred plus games that are on there that mm-hmm. rotate you know month by month depending on what you know is on there yeah um it doesn't surprise me that that's the thing that we're kind of competing back and forth with that's just the next thing because it's that's in everybody's house, whether you have it or not. Xbox Live is going to be on your yeah. phone. You know, you'll be able to have access to other certain games eventually on there, or on your Switch, or on your TV, or on your PC. You know, something yeah. that every they're they're just trying to do what they can to branch out and to reach every single household. Absolutely. You know, to try. And to they're get they're there. they're playing the 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 Netflix battle. That's, yeah, they're just they're trying to get. I want. I don't want just the the tech people to have Netflix. I want everybody's mom and grandma to have mm-hmm. Netflix also, they're going to start doing that with the video games and make it available yep. for everyone. It, are you a diehard PlayStation player, and you? but you've always been curious about this one game? Mm-hmm. Well, now you can get it. You can get it on this. And I, I just clicked this past week. I was like, this is, we're seeing the, the, the cusp of this new thing that isn't just everybody siloed. It's before we had a lot of silos with the movie business, with the movie side of it too, and now we're seeing the crossing, and now it's just going to be—it's just a matter your of exclusives. Like Netflix yeah. is producing movies, Hulu's producing it's gonna, movies. It's going to be a matter of time before we kind of realize, get to the point where we come to realize which service is just going to be the one that gets it right and does it better yeah. first. Like we've landed because... on Hulu TV for our, our TV right now. Right. Um, in six months, there's well, let's try out somebody else. Yeah. Like it'll be that same situation. You can hop because there's no contracts you're not connected to a certain uh machine that's what i'm saying but with the gaming thing it's since it's just still technically taking off yes playstation now has been around for a while but they've not done it right yeah to me they still have lag and latency issues with google you might still have lag and latency issues it's to me it's basically going to get to a point to be like who's going to end up doing this right first you know is it going to be google google might have it like straight off the bat and it be like super solid and work really well Will it be xCloud from you know Microsoft? Is that going to be the thing that like we we don't have all the news on it yet? Maybe they'll do it bigger and better than Google will. Yeah. You know, obviously maybe PlayStation will play catch up. Maybe they'll be like, we've been at this for a while. We know what we need to do to make this work better now. Yeah. So can we play catch up with it? You know, who's going to get it right? Nintendo. They're never fucking going to do that. They're going <laughs> to do their own thing. What they're gonna whoever's going to get it right, and and once they get through, is that. Everybody's gonna have to realize that they're when they're doing a streaming service, they're combating against everybody's personal right. internet service. You gotta give me a download option, and that's, that's gonna be the most successful. That makes the most sense, but that's the other thing too. Like, you're gonna have to realize, not you realize, but they're going to have to realize that yeah. with like something like uh like with Google, we'll talk about some more of the detailed specs. They have like bracketed things that they realize and understand that like these people are gonna have to be able to play at stable connection between like 10 to 20 megabytes per second. We can't Mm -hmm. count on them having 50 plus everywhere. Yeah. So they have like versions of this that is coming down the pike that's going to be, you know, 10 to 20 megabytes is going to give you 1080p gaming at, Mm -hmm. you know, 30 to 60 frames a second. 
and it's going to run smooth, but it's only going to run that. If you're going to get the true 4K that they're offering, you're going to have to make sure that you have like 50 plus. Yeah. You know, and it's going to have to be something that's solid. That's the thing that I'm having an issue with. Here, Consistency. And, and it's something I'm going to talk about next episode too, because I've had a ton of internet issues over the past couple of weeks. We finally got some stuff resolved, and I know some things about how our internet works, not here at the house, but in t- the township Just, of Elkville, uh, how it works everywhere here. Everybody's going to be on their edge of their seat for the internet of Elkville. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you would. I wish you would. <laughs> I wish you cared more Stay about tuned. the internet oh, of Oakville. Uh, the rest of it, though. Uh, so May 7th is the rumored release date for the Xbox One S all digital edition. Okay. Still, again, mouthful. We should just call it Xbox One Discless or something to that effect. Xbox um, Digi Edition. Something, yeah. Something Something new. Xbox One Digital. Yeah. You know, that something to that effect. Mm-hmm. You just not have to have, like, four extra letter words in it. Um so of course it's going to be completely disc free. Uh, the model is also going to uh, base model is going to be one terabyte. Doesn't necessarily say if it's going to have another version up or down. Um, and the version that they've seen on uh, the, of the box that leaked is that it's actually going to come with digital codes for uh, Forza Horizon Three, um, the racing game, mm-hmm. uh, Sea of vroom, Thieves, vroom. Uh, Sea of Thieves, and Minecraft bundled into the box. Um, there's no price set or anything like that. I would assume that eventually they'll probably have other versions that will only have like maybe one of those games. Because I, I think that if you're bundling three games into that thing and it's going to be one terabyte, they're going to try their best to be like, this thing's 250 you know, and just spin, spin it to where it's like $50 cheaper than the other one. And they'll be like, look, we're already giving you three games for free. I'm going to be like, you can keep your three games and just give me the actual Xbox One with a one terabyte hard drive for two hundred. Yeah. I don't need those games. You just keep that. I, w- I want that. You instead. want that? Give yeah. me that instead. Yeah, but uh, they'll sell it for two fifty. Also, I'm pretty sure that's with long, game or without. That's it. Do you want to talk about the Stadia now, or do you want to talk about some more shizzle? Let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, so Google did a thing at uh, GDC where they were talking and showcasing some new goddamn convention. Yep, at the goddamn convention, Google <laughs> was uh, showcasing their new cloud gaming service, which is called Stadia, alongside their new controller that they showed off for it Not as to well. be confused with Stadium. Uh-huh, or is there Stadia, it sounds like it should have been a album from Aerosmith. Um, yeah, I wrote it. I you wrote it, it with them. You yeah. produced it with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, so it seems like Google's trying to pull out all the stops, like you had said. I'm reaching for the mouse again under there where it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, to try to be the Netflix of gaming. Um, so like we said before, uh, Stadia doesn't have a set-in-stone release date. Uh, we know Google has promised it's going to be launching in the United States, UK, um, Canada, most of Europe, um, sometime later this year, and in summer, this summer they're going to have a little bit more detail. They're going English-speaking countries first. They're, going, like. they're going to England. <laughs> uh, we're not going to have a Google Stadia in Africa or Egypt. It's just a or, translation thing. I, don't I have no idea. Seems I mean, weird that they're focusing on. Uh, but they're just, I mean, test markets that in the most popular areas where you're going to have the yeah. most people using. We're the this. most game-centric, except for Probably. like the the Japan Japanese of it market, all. Yeah. Uh, so there's no pricing for everything. Like they said, uh, the controller itself, which is really cool. It has built in microphone. It's kind of built more like a DualShock 4. Okay. The thumbsticks being mm-hmm. closer together, um, more so than anything comes in different color variants. Uh, they're benchmarking the price somewhere between the 50 and $80 range. I would guarantee Makes probably sense. like 60, $60 yeah. or something to that effect. But, uh, it has a capture button as well. 
Um, mm-hmm. Capture button can be directly tied and tethered to your YouTube account, so you can upload your stuff directly to YouTube since That's it's Google. Google, you know? yeah. Um, Google integration. You can go live with it as well, so you can stream live on YouTube, uh, streaming for it. Like if you're wanting to play a game live, you can mm-hmm. just stream it out to that. Um, it also has a Google Assistant button on there too. And one of the functionalities that's tied to this, if you hit the Google Assistant button and you've been working at like this level on Assassin's Creed for a while and you can't figure out this puzzle, you would say, uh, I need help on the puzzle that I'm on right now. Google will basically use that that to kind of almost take a screenshot image of mm-hmm. what you're at right now, take a second, and it will find a segment in a YouTube video that explains directly, not even like start the YouTube video from beginning. Just in that spot. Yeah, just in that spot where that starts at. Interesting. And it'll start that there so you can kind of follow along with it from there and, and just see how to kind of help you through everything to kind of do that. So that's that's a new feature that will be coming to Google Assistant with that. Um, this is the death of uh, of uh, long form story games, basically, uh, because you're not going to have to even work on it and actually discover things. And they're going to be like, "We're not even going to work really hard on these video games anymore," because somebody's just going to be like, "Hey, Google, find my fucking shit, dude," and uh, and then there's your your video. Did oh my phone went off because I said that. Um. <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, what they're doing is. With Google being Google, they have so much fucking server space. Yeah. Like, across the entire world. They have hotels of servers. Each person, essentially, I mean, the giant, huge warehouses full mm-hmm. of nothing but server space. Each person in each instance as you play is going to get basically a roundabout of... They're going to give you a chunk of this server. That's mm-hmm. how you're playing off of it. You're Makes helping sense. out. You're, you're going to provide your internet at a decent rate. And that server is going to be your console. And it's going to run... At uh, 10.7 fl- uh, teraflops, uh, it runs... What the fuck is a teraflop? It's just a raw computing power. It's just how it uh, bakes, breaks down to kind of help push your RAM, push everything else. You can't say teraflop and just like it's nothing. It's in everything. It's a, it's a, you, you're just like, here's this brand new word that... <laughs> that I just introduced into the lexicon and that no one's ever heard in their life teraflop my so, ass so, I'll teraflop your ass um, so I think the PlayStation 4 Pro uh, raw computing power I'm talking about this is like everything pushed together the way that it kind of makes itself run not just your Five RAM teraflops. Uh, the raw computing power of the PS4 if I'm not mistaken, is I think it's like 4.1 or 4.2 teraflops, and the Xbox One X is like 6.1 or 6.2. This is going to be giving you 10.7, basically combining both of those consoles together to give you that kind of computing power. That's why they're saying we can promote 4K gaming for you, because we're going to have something that's even more powerful. Kind of like what we was talking about, like, let's just have a console that can just fucking provide that for us. That's Uh what they're trying to do. They're like, you're basically going to have your own two xboxes stacked inside of itself yeah. together dedicated to you anytime you get on to play as long as your internet can support it that's, yes that's the the wild card in all this of course <laughs> so the promoting like i said 4k gaming at 60 frames a second which is not anything to scoff about because that's going to take a lot of raw computing power mm-hmm. to do so um google's made a prog- uh, progress since project stream was first tested and now it's saying that stadia is capable of 4k at 60 frames a second um, they're promising 8K at 120 frames per second Damn. down the road. So whenever 8K becomes a thing, they're promising that that's like still going to have... 20 teraflops. Yeah, it's going to have like 34 teraflops down there. Um, <laughs> Farrah Fawcett flops, I don't know. 
I'm trying to find some of the stuff that breaks down your uh, your statistics of like actual speed and what it kind of correlates out to. But if I'm not remembering correctly, it is like I said before. So you'll have something that's like a 10 to 20 megabyte per second um, connection that's mm-hmm. decent and it's solid. Consistent, um, yeah. Uh-huh. Something at that speed, they're guaranteeing that they're that with that computing power helping you out, you're going to run a game at 1080p at 60 frames a second. Um, which, like I said, that's that's nothing to kind of scoff about either. That's that's really good. Um, but I think for 4K, they want you to at least have higher than 20. Probably, I would assume, preferably 50, 50 or more. Um, which I feel pretty like standard it, it's now. pretty standard as now. As long yeah, as you yeah. can get consistent 50. That's yeah. where the problem lies. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it, it depends on where you live at. Certain places, certain cities, I'm assuming, would have a solid standard 50. Most of our 50... Uh, 50 meg up and down connections that we have around this area with providers like Mediacom and New Wave. Um, I think Comcast is the same way. You pay roughly like roughly like fifty dollars for that package now. Yeah. That seems pretty standard. Um, maybe in bigger cities that might be a little cheaper, or maybe yeah. it's, maybe you're getting more speed because of where you live. Yeah, I know in certain areas of like New York, you have like a fucking T1 line that goes to a house now mm-hmm. at the tap too. So you're running like a one gigabyte connection at your house, which is yeah. fucking insane. But um, I'm excited to see how this goes. Yeah, I from what it sounds like, they're trying to do their best to make it a much more like. Not that Sony doesn't have the server space to do it, but they also have they dedicate so much other the server space to so many other different things. Yeah, and obviously Google is a much much larger company. Well, and they're 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 taking it to the next level. They're they're seeing just like uh, that that inbox thing that is trying to do what it can. What's that big like? Was it Mega Box? Uh, big ass box. There was some sort of gaming system we were talking about like a couple. Oh weeks yeah, ago. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, and it looks like an M. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, everybody's trying to push it. The, the, this kind of reminds me of the, the streaming version of like what the NVIDIA Shield's trying to do for gaming also. Mm-hmm. It's just like they're trying to give you this powerhouse kind of gaming thing that can produce and just seeing what it can do. So it seems like there's a lot of, there's a lot of players besides the, the big three and really just the big two because we don't count Nintendo when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, trying to push the limits and do what they can. It seems like they can get the buy-in from the game developers outside of the exclusive titles to at least give it a shot and see what they can yeah. do. It's, it makes me wonder though too, because since since Nintendo and uh, speaking of that, since Nintendo and Microsoft have been playing ball back and forth so much, yeah, I just wonder if like Microsoft is really excited that they're getting Xbox Live on that console. Yeah, that they're you know going to be sharing support with that, but it's not anything that's getting like reciprocated. They're not putting Nintendo Online services on Xbox. You know, nothing that we've that. heard. Yeah. I mean, they could do that, and then that way you'd have like your NES library yeah. or whatever eventually comes down the road, you know, for that on your Xbox One, which would yeah. be really cool. But that I mean, makes sense. I think that it, you know they're crossing those. They're trying it out, and it totally is doable. It just makes me wonder if that's something that we'll see. You know, them trying to eventually so. play ball with them like I th- that. I think you're gonna like. I don't. Your consoles are gonna be the secondary. It's gonna become. Or it's going to be a different market. You're almost going to have like their their console. Great, we put that out. It's just going to be more about technology. It's going to be the the Sony TV versus the Sharp TV versus the the in in uh, insignia or whatever. They're going to be brands of game make, game box makers and shit. And then you're going to have the product. And Hulu is going to or uh, like 
PlayStation's going to be your Hulu and Microsoft Xbox is going to be your Netflix and that Nintendo is going to be your whatever Crackle or third, you know, whatever yeah. kind of third party. And they're going to sell these almost as streaming services just like those are. And I guess, you know, if we think about 15 years ago or so when Netflix kind of introduced not just the disc program. And they were like, here's this. It wasn't 15 years ago, maybe a little bit sooner than that. I'd probably uh, say like roughly around like 10, 2008, 2009. Yeah, maybe. so 10 years ago or yeah, so. 10 years. When they said, hey, we're going to do this. And the majority of people couldn't get a damn movie to stream. Right. He didn't have the internet power. So this is yeah. the same struggle I think we're seeing. I was and, still talking about like 10 years ago, whenever I was like still at my mom and dad's house, maybe even at that point too. I... I not that I couldn't struggle because I could get on Xbox Line live and play fine, but we had like I think our download speed at that time was maybe ten, yeah, or twelve megabytes, and that was like tops. Yeah, and now at our house, I'm sitting at like two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> so these guys, you know, we're, they're on the cutting edge of this, and you know, a year from now, they're gonna be like, "What fucking delay were you talking about? What are you? Yeah. What are you talking about this issue?" So I, I think it's cool. And, you know, we are, we're maybe more aware of the, the uh, technology moving forward than we were then. Mm. And, and going, oh, we've already seen this. We know what's going to happen. We know we're going to overcome whatever we're running into. And there's going to be a world where there's, there's games that, oh, PlayStation has the, the Lego games this, for these six months because they've got a contract with it. Right. And then it expires. Then it's going to hop over to Xbox Live. It's going to be, oh, shit, Xbox has got the Lego games this right now like it's just going to be the same situation just you know going through yeah. a different one it's, it's and it's neat i think it's a, a cool thing um lord of the rings has got some game news speaking of games cool um there's a co-op board game that's been announced called uh lord of the rings uh journey in middle earth and uh i find it really neat it's like a, a campaign game board game kind of set up a little D ish but it's cool um, but it's co-op that's cool um and there's going to be a, a an app that goes along with it to kind of be like your dm your dungeon master to it all and it takes you through the story instead of you that. needing a dm i'm to seeing run that a game. lot more like i've seen that they do that now i think with maybe warhammer or something oh yeah and like the app is like slightly interactive so you can see like Somebody will roll the dice and you actually just like shake your tablet or whatever you're using and it'll roll the dice on there for you and it has like an interactive like That's DM kinda cool. that kind of tells you the story of certain things as it kind of unfolds and you can buy like certain packs for stories and stuff to kind of have new... I'd be into that because like the, the thing it seems like is like you've got to have an experienced DM to have a good game. Right. And so to have one kind of built in mm -hmm. and everybody gets to have equal amounts of fun if you're not somebody who enjoys being a DM or it's not your favorite part of it. Um, it's cool, and then to have it tied into Lord of the Rings is uh, mm -hmm. awesome because there's all kinds of lore and things that they can tie into that. And then uh, another kind of Lord of the Rings uh, announcement that was announced probably today or yesterday maybe is the Lord of the Rings Golem video game that's been released. Yeah, I saw. That. I never read released, anything about announced. it. I, I was, I was, I don't know what that means exactly. Like what kind of gameplay are we looking at with that it uh, looks like it's going to tell the story of golem um it's pc right now for sure uh they don't have anything else kind of lined up 2021's looking about release date vr um you just kind of crawl around on the ground just <laughs> yes eating fish and uh, shit the image is kind of cool looking though yeah uh, so I, that's that's all i saw of it and i saw that it was i just didn't know like we looking at like a first person title not necessarily vr but like a first person thing we looking at something that's like 
full third person you know action adventure game and, uh, yeah i imagine it's got to be some sort of uh struggle because it's going to be before he's introduced in lord of the rings right um or i guess before he's introduced in the hobbit would have to be kind so of is he about like is he's still a hobbit at that I'm, point? Won- I'm wondering if it's going to be schmeagle as his as he turns into golem mm-hmm. uh, which kind of be a cool journey um, I'd like to see the journey between uh, the Hobbit and like kind of how he tracks that like what is it like sixty years that happens between yeah. that and Fellowship. He's he's looking for that fucking ring, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> and I mean I imagine they'll make some things that will kind of make it something to pull you in and not just be he's gonna stand on this rock for like two years and uh, he's gonna learn glow in the dark eyes and eat fish like. <laughs> You have learned glow in the dark eyes. Power up here. Like if it happens, whenever he actually starts, like he's got the ring, he's wearing it, and you're playing as that character as he's like kind of slowly deteriorating. Yes. And like you're going, like you're strolling in the world, like the open world, and you know you there's a group of orc that come by and they can kind of sense something around. Yeah. Whether or not just be a person, but like an evil entity of yeah. some variety, and they're kind of hunting for you. And then all of a sudden, like, you can put on the ring, turn into, yeah. like, the invisible mode. Mm-hmm. And you can just see him kind of, like, yeah, like, yeah. while you're kind of walking and shit, like, deteriorating. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, I can see kind of, like, what it's like. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. When you have the ring on, that mode almost. Maybe yeah. that's, like, a thing. You don't have the ring on. You have that kind of sight. And maybe that's, that's what, what it's like. Night eyes are something. Cool. And then, uh, well, because then he, cause he, he goes through all this. And maybe you have to um, not put on the ring as much because your body breaks down the more that you yeah. use it and the more that you carry it. So, you know, do you have to watch that as like a meter of mm-hmm. like, you're getting fucked up more and more and it's more. It's like a... The fucked up meter. That new game by uh, From Software, the guys that make Dark Soul that mm-hmm. came out at Sekiro, uh, Shadows Die Twice, it just came out on Tuesday this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'd be kind of like that because in that game, they have a mechanic that's introduced that when you die as the character more and more, there's like a sickness that spreads throughout the world. Um, and I think it, I don't know what all it does to, to the people in the world mm-hmm. necessarily, how it exactly plays because I've not played it all yet, but, um, I, it just, they, they gradually get more and more sick based off of how often you die. So if you're not playing the game smart, which is really hard in a Dark Souls game, not that you're not playing it smart, but that you die a lot in those types of mm-hmm. games. Um, if you're not playing smart or, you know, thinking about certain things, then you can really fuck up the world as you go along to the point to where like everybody basically has like plague and is dying and it's all because you are dying. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Got some stuff here. Uh, Nintendo is teaming up with the developers of Crypt of the Necrodancer. Uh, it's like a top down kind of like a 2D ish looking mm-hmm. type of game, but it's all kind of a, it's a loot dungeon type game, kind of like a Diablo or whatever in that type of vein. But, um, the combat and the way you get around is all based off of like music and the beat that's going on in the background. Oh, that's cool. It's kind of I like that. Um, so th- it's the same kind of style and concept. Um, and it started off as just DLC because they were going to add, they brought Crypt of the Necro Dancer to Switch. And uh, it was just going to start off as kind of like a DLC pack from it, but there was enough interest in it that they're just making a whole new game now. And it awesome. is uh, in the Legend of Zelda, uh, in Hyrule, in, in that type of thing. And it's called oh. uh, called Cadence of Hyrule. Yes. So I didn't realize you yeah. you led me in. You went through the fucking back door and mm-hmm. just surprised me about it, something so I already knew it's about. It's like a, like a female character. 
um, that you're playing as, and she's basically kind of fallen into this portal that's brought her into Hyrule, and she's from like the lands of like the Crypto Nectar Dancer uh, type of era. And uh, she's just kind of like, where am I? And then you see her starting to kind of get introduced to combat. And you see her fighting uh, like uh, different characters that you know from, from Zelda. You'll see her fighting uh, Stalfos and different creatures that you know. Uh, and eventually you can get introduced to uh, Princess Zelda. You get introduced to Link. And you can actually play as them in the game too. Neat. And they have different abilities. I think Zelda fights with like a, a spear or something in this and has magic. Link, obviously, you know, hero of Hyrule. You've got... Your bow and arrow, you know, your fairy bow. You have your uh, master sword, shield, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I think she—I don't remember what she fights with. I think she fights with sword too. But she's got like she's like a hybrid of the two characters, the, the main see. character. But um, seems really cool. I never got a chance to play Crypto Necro Dancer. I've watched people play it on Twitch, and it seems like a really fun time. Nice. But having that kind of combat with the music stuff, driving through—they uh, said that uh, they compute when they're making this whole game. It's got uh, forty-seven remixed versions of Legend of Zelda songs nice. that are classic songs that you'll know plus they'll have new songs even too mm-hmm. um, that they're throwing in with it but that's going to kind of how it incorporates into the gameplay so you'll be like dun, 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 and you'll have to like try and swipe on the beat to do extra damage and shit nice. um, so that's kind of how that plays out but cool. seems cool. I'm excited that they were just like we're just going to make a whole new game then, Yeah. if is, Nintendo's that excited about it. Is this their second Zelda game for the year. You know, they you announced we've got two Zelda games. Yeah, so technically, on, this so. is also the second time, uh, like ever in history, that uh, another company has had the rights to make a officially licensed Legend of Zelda game. They gotcha. did it with like Philips CDI a long time ago, and Nintendo kind of doesn't think about those. It's like Zelda and one of Gamelon, those weird ones that they use like real people to act out like the portrayal parts like, oh. on the old discs, like a full motion mm-hmm. video. Um, Nintendo doesn't even like acknowledge their existence, but I think that the other time you considered would be Capcom doing uh, like Oracles of Ages or Oracles mm-hmm. of Seasons, and I think Capcom also did like Minish Cap and Four Sword Adventures. Oh. Um, so some good titles. they tied they tied in with uh, them doing that, but this is the second company ever to actually work with them and make a quote unquote officially licensed Nintendo like Zelda game. So and it's cool. Beyond Switch, I think they're even shooting for it coming out this year too. So we might have two titles. This year, well, they had, they had announced that that they were gonna get they were gonna, we were going to get two supposedly two Zelda titles yeah. this year. And so, so I'm assuming maybe that might be the second one. I doubt we're gonna get a full, a full like game, a, like yeah. a sequel to Breath of the Wild type of a thing coming Especially out. Especially with as fast. good as that other one looks. Yeah, uh, I'm ass- I'm assuming if we get another Zelda because they said they're working on what would be like a sequel to Breath of the Wild, but I don't think we'll see anything about that. Maybe maybe a like a little teaser trailer or something in E3 could be yeah but I wouldn't expect it to come out this year no, maybe next year release, 20, yeah. 2021 maybe yeah. uh but yeah that's we got that's Nintendo stuff we got a couple of streaming things um like P streams mm-hmm. uh for video Apple is announcing a streaming service because we need another one Mm-hmm. Um, so this will be their their version of Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever the they fuck. They have like a, a card too coming out. I think I saw that. They have like, like a, a debit app, card? Apple card that you can get on your phone. Like it's dedicated for, like it's basically they're your bank. Oh. You put you. your money to Apple. They put it on the Apple card and you just use your phone and shit like that as your card in your bank now. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like they're, they're kind of, they've got some potential for some exclusive stuff that's kind of the whole point of doing this they're gonna get into the movie making and the tv making exclusive business not the baby making uh maybe not the baby making i'm sure they've got plenty of that going on though i mean let's let's get real here 
Um, and then the other one is a little bit older, uh, but the Sling TV has created a free version of Sling TV that they now have available. Cool. Um, it's on, like, you can get on Roku and whatever. Well, what's, um, it, what's free that you can go on? You can, it's pretty much like a, like a, an on-demand kind of first taste is free kind of option. Um, you can get on there and you can watch full seasons of certain shows or you can watch like the first episode of maybe like season nine of Walking Dead or whatever we're on. Um, different things like that, but there, it looks like they're really trying to get people in. But what I find interesting in a world where we have so much we're spending so much money on like Netflix and Hulu and blah 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 blah. Hulu just this is the first month of Hulu being forty five bucks a month for mm-hmm. the T V. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, it's gross. Um, and then Netflix is getting ready to go up to close to twenty bucks, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, it is. And so it's just everything's going up. And if you weren't tied to a certain show and you're just like, I just want to watch some TV and I want it to be free, there's a lot of options out there. Mm-hmm. It's nuts how many options are out there. Yeah. I mean, between like the Sling TV and Crackle and um, other things. PBS. Uh, Voodoo. Does PBS have like a free like you can mm-hmm. go on there? Yeah, you can watch on their app any of their stuff, including like the uh, Austin City Limits and shit like that. Oh, like full cool. concerts of different artists and stuff too. Uh, you can donate to them, and you get like some of the stuff where you're like uh, some of the ads are like free and whatnot. I got you. Me and Mandy actually give the WSIU uh, five dollars every month oh. just to kind of help promote the because everything's paid for by people and donations for that company by people like you. Yep, like that. Um, and then like, yeah, Voodoo's got all their stuff that's like, uh, they've got free, uh, free, uh, they call it On Us, uh, Movies On Us or whatever. Um, I think YouTube just, started doing that too. YouTube's got a lot you of shit. you can go on there where it's like, you can watch this like big laundry list of movies that are on there free, but you just have ads with it. I mean, yeah. obviously that's how they're going to make their money, but yeah. For, and so for someone who wants to watch all that and just has the internet, doesn't want to pay for cable, doesn't want, and cable, I mean, there's still like digital cable. You can get one of those antennas for like 20 bucks and yeah. you can get like two or three channels. It's just crazy that there's a lot of still free stuff out there. And uh, unless you have to be hip on the newest thing, um, you could get by for sure. And you could run that TV all day long. The Apple card does, it, it acts more like a credit card than it does anything else. I and see. It lives in your Apple wallet. Um, you know, just like how the Google yeah. and all that stuff that exists. Same principle and everything, but it's an actual credit card that you have with it. It shows and you, you break down where your finances and stuff come from. You it finance it. through Apple's I don't, bank. I don't necessarily stuff. see if, yeah, you finance through Apple's bank and stuff that they have set up with it. Um, I was trying to see. It was like daily cash, no points, no gimmicks, all this shit that starts with it. I didn't know if it was like purely based on credit check, which I'm assuming it would be. It would almost have to be if it's like a credit card, I would assume, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Unless it's going through know. your bank account. That's what I mean. I didn't know if it was something like you could go ahead and you could put money onto it like that because it seems like you have balancing and stuff like that too. So well, if they're not using, it. if they're not using an actual bank and it's just a debit card, mm-hmm. um, like my Target card looks like a straight up, like a, it's got a chip in it and all that shit. Yeah. Like uh, my Target Red. Yeah. That's just a debit card. It's just tied to my bank account except for when I use it. At Target, and it's only at Target, um, I get a discount on that. Sure. And but it just comes straight out of my bank account. Yeah. It's not a. There's no credit. There wasn't Let's a credit, credit check and involved. It has interest that's listed on there too. Oh, so okay. it must be something. So there's got to be a bank that does have something yeah. that's tied to it. You're right. 
Um, you are correct, sir. Something that I also had pulled up here that I mentioned earlier was that Konami is uh, celebrating their 50th anniversary as a company. And uh, by doing so, they're releasing three different sets of collections this year on all consoles and PC. Um, the Anniversary Classics. Uh, first up is the Anniversary Collection Arcade Classic, which will have uh, Haunted Castle on it. This is $20. comes out uh, in April 18th, uh, so it's pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Haunted Castle, Ajax, Gradius, Gradius 2, Salamander, Thundercross, Scramble, and Twin Beast. So that's almost, uh, since it's an arcade classic, that's like your... Uh, there's a couple of basically side-scrolling games, kind of like a uh, Ghouls and Ghosts in a way, but then most for the most part, it's like a uh, Gradius. You know, it's your airplane side-scrolling shooting game. Hmm. Um, Castlevania Anniversary Collection come out sometime early this summer, which will have Castlevanias one, two, three, uh, Super Castlevania four, and it says four other announced unannounced titles on it as well. So that may be like a uh, Symphony of the Night on there. And I was gonna like say, that. are there are there four are there <laughs> other Castlevania titles that could fit? Yeah, that? yeah. So like Symphony of the Night could probably be on there. That's a full game. I mean, that's that's a PlayStation One game. It's I think it might even be on the PS One Classic too. I see. Um, so you'll have Symphony of the Night, maybe like uh, Circle of the Moon, uh, Aria of Sorrow, the, some of those games that were on like DS or Game Boy Advance. Maybe oh, cool. that might get kind of bundled into there too. The last one is the Contra Anniversary Collection. Uh, also this summer, you're going to have Contra, Super Contra, Super C, Contra 3, and four other unannounced Contra titles. Are there that many Contra title. titles? There's tons of titles. Yeah, there's a lot of Contra titles. Huh. And those are going to come out on all three? <coughs> Every system. Cool. And PC as well. Well, good. So it'll be all across the board. That's um, pretty cool. The last thing, too, that I was going to mention, uh, just game-wise, before I go on to other things, uh, I only have a couple more things that I was going to talk about, really. Uh, is Sony is, I don't know if you'd heard about that, they're pulling all their digital game codes? Yeah, I did see that. So every, I didn't know what the purpose it, of that would be. It's basically from retailers. So I guess Sony is tired of splitting out the profits between like developer, publisher, sure. themselves, and a retailer. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing so, they're just going to say, hey, if we just make it to where they have to digitally download this game, they're going to have to just do it on the console. They can't go to GameStop Probably, and yeah. buy the digital download code from them, mm-hmm. and then also go back through and you know do that because that's them giving money to GameStop or Walmart or Best Buy or Target, whoever is selling that digital code. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's the thing that they're going to initiate. I think it said as starting as early as April first, they're going to start pulling stuff from stores. Um, basically, those those code codes will be null and void they'll tell them to scrap it because you can't even use it anymore they're just going to cut those codes off that go to those stores and then you'll if you're going to want to digitally download shit you'll just have to do it from at at home from their store which arguably is even more convenient in the first place yeah but at the same time i mean there's there's certain people that they're just kind of stab it like they're like gift cards like they're just like "Eh." well it's like the thing that's like yeah that's like kids kids would go to you know i've got birthday money I don't have a debit or credit card, and mom and dad doesn't want me to put their debit or credit card on the console. So mom and dad went, we bought this game for my birthday, mm-hmm. and I am going to go to, maybe I don't have internet, I'm going to go to my friend's house, plug that in, and then digitally download this code that I have. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's tons of different scenarios. Like, if the person doesn't have a dedicated internet line that's on there, it's a single-player game they want to play, yeah. and they don't have any other way of doing so, they would either have to go to their friend's house and have mom and dad's debit card in hand to get it ready or go, or saved on the console. Or, you know, if you had the digital code, you could just do that already. Yeah. 
I mean, I get the point of where they're coming from. That's them making more money at that mm-hmm. point. But at the same time, it's just kind of shitty. That Which I guess you can just go to, you can use your your money and go get a PlayStation card. Yeah, that and would then be it's the like you would same. have to do that. Get the PlayStation card. Yeah, or go get like a green dot card or blue whatever their blue you know the yeah. refilled cards things and put the money on that. Which I mean, I and at that point I wonder what the the share is. Is it any fucking different? I I see that so I don't know what the difference is and how that kind of all breaks out this i just knew that's the way that it was explained on uh it might be ign or kotaku whoever was talking about it yeah um, it was basically just you know you've got you've got this going on here mm-hmm. uh we've got basically like we'll say uh destiny kid wants to get destiny your sony is gonna get a share of that cell of that card GameStop's going to get a share of the sell from that card. Bungie's going to get a share of the sell from that card. But not only Bungie, but Activision as well, too, because Activision's the publisher. So you're splitting out four ways. They're trying to cut out one thing to try and find means to make more money their way. Gotcha. Has it. <laughs> um, so in and uh, just going back to the streaming real quick, IMDB now has an, an, an app also. Um, to stream with? Yes. It's called Free Drive. Oh. Hey, and uh, it's it's a free thing. It's like Crackle. Um, it's There's nothing tied to it. There's no gimmick to do anything. It's only on Fire TV. Come on, uh, take a free drive. Uh, right now. Not on PC? And, well, on PC, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't count that as an option, I guess, in my brain. Hold on. You're telling me I can get on here and just watch Lethal Weapon 1 for free? Yes. And Memento, which is a really good Look, movie. Look, I can see that beautiful mullet in real life yes. right here on my screen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so just another option for free. Amazon is the only thing right now, but I'm sure that just means they're working out bugs on the fire. Excuse me. Fire TV, and then they'll run it through. Whee! But that'll be, uh, I think, probably their way to show all of because they do a lot of uh, different things of their own, like their own original like interviews and shit like that. That's yeah, what I was gonna say it's cool that you can see all those interviews and stuff. That's that's a this is a really good way to uh, to watch all those up close of like Smith's stuff that he did from like the IMDb like boat uh, and shit. IMDb, IMDb boat. boat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then today. Uh, we got Final Fantasy VII on mm-hmm. the Switch. And 10-2. 10-2. 10-2. They came out today, too? Well, yeah. Awesome. They're all on there. Um, this might be me finally playing 7. Uh, yeah. If it's on, you know, because it's mobile, then at that point I can kind of find some time to do it. Um, but well, I'm really excited. You know, be warned. It is PlayStation 1, so the graphics may look a little butt. It looks like that. Time. Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> sometimes a little worse. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if they've done a bunch of upscaling, but I remember playing it on PS1. And I it is not it. the most beautiful game. Um, and you know, I've already I've bought ten probably three times in my life already. It's hard to say. I might not buy it a fourth time. <laughs> um, you know, I, there's just something about Final maybe, Fantasy games. Maybe it'll give you a reason to play ten too. Yeah, I haven't. I've never made it to ten two. Mm-hmm. I've just played ten. Um, so it's it's uh it's exciting. I I like that they're. Getting into the Nintendo side of things again, and uh, getting over there, so getting back to some roots, so something cool, something cool. I got two things, Do then it. I'm done. Okay, I'm fucking done. All right. Uh, Netflix is also picking up an anime, kind of coming off of talking about the uh, the anime series for Gods and Heroes. Yeah. 
they also the same day announced an animated adaptation of Max Brailler's book series The Last Kids on Earth. Uh, it's like a post-apocalyptic thing for kids, basically. Like I a see. zombie apocalypse type thing happens. And it just follows a group of kids, kind of like a Walking Dead-esque thing. Mm-hmm. And they have a group of here. Uh, the voice, uh, some of the voice actors that are on there, Nick Wolfhard, which is uh, Finn's brother. His voice actually I was like, I know that. You voice don't... acting the lead character, Jack Sullivan. Nice. Uh, and then uh, some of the others that are going to be on the series as well. Bruce Campbell, uh, Mark Hamill, Rosario Dawson, Catherine O'Hara. Uh, just to name a few, there's a lot of other people that were on this list. But uh, I never read the books. I never even heard of the books. But whenever I was looking at kind of some of the synopsis, it's a full series, kind of like Sarah's Number of Fortune Events. They're not huge books. They're a little bit thinner. Okay. Um, but it kind of reads chapters out like that. I don't know how many of there were of it, but uh, it's in the works. They've got the first season. Uh, they're working on the animation and shit for it now. So they're so kind of do that. they're building up their next Lemony Snicket's, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I'm, I'm hoping so anyway. So it's it's all animation it'll it should be cool they're going to try and animate it the same way that the uh the book art is um so it'll look really really cool i like that kind of almost hand sketchy looking to it cool um and then the last bit that i have was uh we got news on castle rock season two. Oh yeah um season two is going to explore the origin story of uh annie wilkes uh the nurse from misery okay uh so Annie Wicks is going to be played by Lizzie Kaplan from Cloverfield and Masters of Sex. Yes. Uh, and then this is going to be centered around who becomes entangled in a sinister small town main drama when she comes to Castle Rock with her sheltered teen daughter, who is going to be played by uh, Elsie Fisher, who is the uh, girl from that eighth grade movie, Bo Burnham's movie. Oh, um, Bo Burnham. And it's basically them coming to Castle Rock it starts kind of having weird goings on and everything that happened like kind of with the first season. Um, we'll start seeing, a, we'll start seeing like a more of a deterioration of Annie as it kind of goes along. I don't know if something happens to her daughter because she's not in the movie at all and mm-hmm. misery. Um, and then it also said that they cast uh, Tim Robbins in it as well. He's going to be the head of like a crime family cool. in Castle Rock as that kind of goes on. So nice. I always love Tim Robbins and shit. So Absolutely. Good to see them, but that's all I've got from my news. Cool. What you got? Um, I got a couple of things that are in development now. There's a Gremlins animated series that Warner Brothers is working mm-hmm. on, which will follow. Is it Master Wu? What's his? What's mm-hmm. the? Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the elder, the, the, the old yeah, man. Mogwai. Um, with uh, with uh, the Mogwai. What's yeah. his name? Gizmo. Gizmo. Um, like when he when he gets Gizmo. That's what the animated. That's series what the mean? animated series is going to be based around. It's going to be a, like a hardcore early prequel of like young... It is pretty early. The young guy <laughs> getting the Mogwai and then everything that follows afterwards. I was like, that would be a cool... Unintentional rhyme there. The young oh, guy getting the Mogwai. Mogwai. Um, Mortal Kombat is getting a reboot movie. Sure. Um, and it looks like they're going to make it a little bit lighter. A little bit more down to... Uh, they're, the what has been said is that they're going to take some notes from the Marvel Cinematic Universe as far oh. as how they approach the material. Not, um, not make it a B movie. Yes, not make it a B movie. Cool. Uh, maybe a little bit more lighthearted, a little more jokes. Um, not as how you dark. Get more jokes than what was in that movie. That's true. There are a lot of <laughs> the whole movie lot, is a fucking joke. A lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of things in there. Uh, there's a Monster Hunter movie that's getting a release date. I uh, heard that they were working on something. I'm down for that. I fucking love Monster Hunter. I knew you if they did. do, if they do, there's so much stuff that they could, it could 
turn out very Resident Evil movie-esque. But oh, if they yeah. did it right, it could come out really like cheesy and tropey, but really, really awesome. Yeah. Like having her carrying around a sword that is four times larger than her body. Yes. And just seeing that. Just like, fucking deep dive into it and just do that and let it just be what it do is. It kind of a thing. True. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Like have her dressed up in like the full hunter garb. Have her have like the fucking, uh, I can't think of what their names are. Uh, there's little cat creatures that fight alongside you. They're, they're like, they're a little bit taller than a cat, but they like stand up on their hind legs and they fight alongside you with like, oh, little swords and okay. shit too. Um, but yeah, just do that. Fight like larger than life dragons and shit with these giant swords. That just seems like this is this shouldn't be physically possible. Well, just buckle up it's because not, it's yeah. not going to be. You're yeah. watching Sucker Punch too. It's a fantasy. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we're gonna get a movie of the Viewmaster toy from Mattel. Okay. Um, since they're gonna make movies about everything, this makes me feel like this is gonna come out like Ghost uh, Ghostbusters. Like uh, this is gonna come out like Goosebumps. I was really hoping that it would turn out, and I I don't know. They haven't said much after that. Like that's what uh, when I hear that, it makes me think like oh, it's gonna be like Goosebumps. Like R.L. Stein's gonna be out here. Like there's gonna be writing. Some, yeah. you know, like we're gonna have a this guy made the Viewmaster. The Viewmaster's possessed. Whoa, we're in the Viewmaster world. I'm hoping that like <laughs> what you see through it is like uh-huh. dead people. Oh, like it's like, gonna be a horror movie. Yes, I doubt <laughs> it, but like it's like a it's a it's a view into another realm, which I guess you could do it in a swing that in a positive way and be like it's a fantasy world that you see through the viewfinder or the viewmaster. Um, we'll find out that that's like a part of the premise of Stranger Things uh, three. Yeah, like they look through the viewfinder and they are able to see the upside down with where they're out. You know what I mean? They beat them to it. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, we decided to do this instead. Um, so they're working on a Scooby Doo movie uh, called Scoob. It's animated. Like, hey, Scoob! Yeah, like that. Um, and they're getting all the casting together. It looks like Zac Efron's going to be there as Fred. Amanda Seyfried Seyfried is going to be uh, Daphne. Daphne. I, saw, I saw that casting, but I didn't know what that was for. Cast the other ones as well. It's all animated. Did they get What's-His-Face back as Shaggy? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, there was actually a little bit of a, like, oh, that's not going to happen. Um, Will Forte is doing Shaggy. That's who it is. That would have been awesome if they still had him, and it was just Matthew like Matthew Lillard. Yeah, if they had Matthew Lillard do it, but then all these other people are like in their mid to late twenties, maybe. Yeah. And then you have him that's like late forties, but still just be like, I'm the old stoner friend that likes to hang out with the young guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I guess he was a little bit. Uh, Matthew Lillard was a little butthurt that they weren't using yeah. him because he's been actually through like the animated series mm-hmm. and stuff. He's done the voice of Shaggy here uh, throughout it. Um, but yeah, Will Forte is doing Shaggy. Cool. Um, Gina Rodriguez is doing Velma. Which is That's... weird because we're still going to have an older person being Shaggy at that point. Well, cause... and I guess, I don't, I'm, I'm curious what the age difference really is between like him and Amanda Seyfried. She's, uh, she's, I thought her, she's probably about the same age as maybe Zac Efron. And, but how much difference is there between them and Will Forte? Cause they're probably in the early thirties. Will Forte. What's he, 40? 48. Oh, okay. He's a little bit older than I thought. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So he's probably closer to 20 years. Amanda Seyfried? Yeah. Probably say... I think I used to always say her name was Seyfried. 33. 33. So yeah. And that's probably where I would put Zac Efron and all them. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So how much is... How old is Matthew Lillard? Uh, He's probably younger than... uh, Yeah, he might be younger than Forte. (laughs) He's 49. Okay. That's right about the same age. about the same age. Okay. It would have been... It would have been fine. But they're they're just giving it a different cast. Same Scooby though that's been doing it for a long time. Um, I can't remember Frank. Really? Wel- Frank Welker is the voice of Scooby, who's been doing it since the seventies. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. So I don't. I mean, there he is. That's Scooby Doo. Yeah, that right is there. the guy. 
That's like whenever you see a picture of him. He did the voice for Abu. Oh, the monkey. Yep. Oh, look at him. Uh, it's like, like there our... was another Abu. I was like, <laughs> the monkey. He did a voice for in Muppet Babies too. Oh yeah. I guess Megatron in the old Transformers cartoons. He was the voice for Doctor Claw. Dang. I'll get you next time. Get nice. Um, I got two more pieces of news for you. Uh, one, we got PlayStation Plus titles uh, announced oh, yeah. today. I think there's a. Uh... Did we get Xbox ones too? Get I'll Xbox look that up while you read this. One. Yep. Um, so for PlayStation Plus, we got Conan Exiles mm-hmm. and The Surge. So Conan Exiles, I don't know much about, but evidently it's an, it's can... an MMO. Okay, like oh, okay. Uh, it, it's kind of like a very uh, kind of like Ark, those kind of games where it's like mm-hmm. more survival based kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You start off like I think in Ark too, you start off like completely naked. And you even have to like find things like make clothing, you make your own buildings and stuff like that. It's that, but it's set in like the Conan the Barbarian universe. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, you can play nude and uh, you can own slaves. That's what they talk about on this one. Yep. Uh, and then the Surge. Seems, seems like Conan. And then on the Surge, it's an action role play game uh, that is out there. It's, a, I guess, a spiritual successor to uh, Lords of the Fallen. Spiritual? Spiritual. Successful. You said it weird. I thought it was. I was like, what is it? It's a hard word to say. Spiritual. Spiritual. I'm not very spiritual, so I have a hard time. That's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so so we got those, and then it looks like um, we're just, we're rocking it. That's April. We we're only get two it. games now from, from yep, PS that's now. That's it. That's all uh, we get. Plus, Meanwhile, Microsoft rocking the four games every month still. Meanwhile on Xbox. Uh, that was Yoda. That was Yoda. <laughs> I didn't even mean to. <laughs> on Xbox. Meanwhile, I don't know how you would on say the that. Xbox. What happened? It went like backwards. Oh, don't Fucking be backwards don't compatible. Screw up. <laughs> uh, so, on Xbox from April first through the thirtieth. So when this comes out, we'll be having access to this title. We'll be there, yeah. Uh, the Techromancer, which is uh, a not a triple A title. They call it a double A title here. It plays out kind of like Mass Effect in a way, but it's kind of set in a weird, like very magic, like but dystopian future. So he's he is definitely like a necromancer. Techromancer. He brings the like, robots back to oh. life to help fight alongside him and shit. That's like his ability. He can control electronics. Um, but he, uh, he, it's set in like, kind of like a far future, but it's very like dystopian, like where it's very like kind of apocalyptic in a way. But uh, the stuff kind of is somewhat high fantasy in a way, like with wizards and dragons and mm-hmm. kind of creatures like that around. Um, that's coming out April 1st. It'll be available all month. Um, Outcast Second Contact. I have no idea what it is. This guy's riding a weird camel with two legs on it. Uh, that comes out, comes out in the middle of the month, uh, April 16th. It'll be available through the middle of May. So you have a whole month to get that guy. Battlefront 2 Classic, the original Star Wars Battlefront 2. I like that they put Classic on the back of that. Yeah. I was curious how they would communicate that. You get that, that through the first half of the month, so available from today to the 15th of, uh, of April. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter 2, or Graw 2, if you will. That's what a lot of people called uh, it back in the day. Available the back half of the month, uh, April 16th through the 30th. Right on. That's all I got. Cool. Um, and then to wrap up the night... Um, want to say that uh, we got this past week we got the Batman Detective Comics 1000 
Uh, we crossed the threshold. Uh, they've been building up ever since Rebirth. They realized, oh shit, we fucked up with the new 52. We need to redo our numbering again so that we can hit 1,000 on these titles. We hit uh, Action Comics last year. We get Detective Comics this year. Um, the introduction of the Arkham Knight mm -hmm. um, into the comic book series. And uh, 96 pages of uh, content, uh, including a lot of like mini stories. There's a Kevin Smith story in there. It's a bulky boy. There's a yeah. There's a, I think it's uh, Kevin Smith and um, oh what's his face? Shit, Jim Lee. Uh, we get Scott Snyder and uh, Greg Capullo coming back for a little story in there. Uh, there's Jeff Johns and Kelly Jones. Uh, Kelly Jones has some pretty cool Batman art. He's kind of legendary in all of that. He's got the really long bat uh, bat ears. Bat ears. Is what yeah. he's kind of known for. Um, so there's some cool stories along with the the standard straight up story uh, introducing, uh, as previously stated, the Arkham Knight. Um, all kind of reviews coming in seem like it's a pretty good read. It's definitely worth the price of admission to check out. They they pulled out the stops for it. They've got like five thousand different alternative covers for this thing. Um, one for every decade that Batman's been around. One for every hour of the day that comes out. One for every country in the world. Uh, one for every pube in my body. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of those covers. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it seems cool. Uh, I wasn't planning on picking this up, but one, being kind of a Kevin Smith somewhat yeah. completionist, and two, just hearing the good words that are coming back from it, I might pick this up just to have it on the collection. Yeah, I don't know if I'll get every variant, but if I can find I'll get one, one out, that I'll get for one for sure. Yeah, I'm not a big variant guy. Like, I, I'll find... Something I, like this, I, I'll find I do, the one I like yeah, the best. I do for available. specific things. Like, whenever the first... Uh, when the Dark Tower series started out, I made sure I got, like, the variants of... Uh, I think the first 10 issues had uh, an alternate cover that came ah. with it as well that you could buy. So I bought double of every single 1 through 10, so that way I could have those variants. But that's just because... Favorite book series. Want to yeah. make sure I got that. I did that with Sam and Overture when they yeah. released those. I got they did a, a David Mack uh, alternate cover of all of them, and they had others, but that was the B cover on it, and so I got that. So I get it absolutely. But uh, Batman one thousand, one thousand. Do you think we'll ever get to one thousand episodes? Um, let's see. How many would that? I mean, we get what? If we're lucky, we'll get fifty in a year, fifty two ish. Um, and then you, you one thousand divided by that. That's ten, twenty years. Twenty years. You think twenty we'll years? Do, we could do this for another. 20 uh, years? I mean, I think we've got a bond strong enough to get us through twenty years. It's gotten us through the James Bond. <laughs> it's gotten us through as as long Gold as it bond. has already. If we would have started this when I was born, oh, okay. uh, we would have already been to a thousand. That would have been yeah. We would have. That would have been real weird to hear. <laughs> What noises would have just been on there for like an hour and a half or two hours like this for episode yeah. is apparently. What are you, uh, you two years older than me? Me? Yeah. I'm 30, I'll be 33. I'll be 31. Yeah, I'll be so 33 this year. Two years apart. Uh, so a two year old and a zero year old mm -hmm. broadcasting the podcast and. Shall uh, I want you to talk about. Yeah. Just like that. Could you imagine like the first uh, like two to three years being just nothing but that, and then us just talking about uh, our personals episode, which has been us shitting our pants, <laughs> which leads around to like our personal episodes now, or us talking about remember the last pants. time you shit your pants, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'd be like the wide world of grass because that was I made up a, a radio show at one point in time about grass on my talk boy on your talk boy two thousand yeah was it a two thousand I don't, I don't know. Um, 
I really am excited because we I got a couple after we did the last uh, two uh, episodes and the last two bonus episodes. I got some uh, private messages on my twits. Some PMs? Some DMs, even, if you would. The direct uh, Direct messages. messages. Yeah. Uh, some people telling me that they really like what they were hearing. Oh, yeah? Um, they like the games from like Yahoo Answers and stuff. So I just wanted to say thank you very much for the input. Yeah, thanks. Uh, definitely really appreciate it and everything. Got a lot of love from the from the episode that we did with Matt. Yeah. Um, we're still planning on doing more episodes like that, and we will probably do more uh, more game or game show-related things uh, you know, amongst ourselves and then maybe even with like Matt or have more people like that on uh, and then kind of do a game with them at the end of it to do... Uh, just to have some more fun content. But if you guys have any suggestions with uh, anything like other people that you would want us to talk to, or, you know, if you like, if you want us to talk to specifically somebody in the comic book industry or, you know, something else that you're just interested in, please be sure to uh, contact us. Uh, I'm available at random hero XIX on everything. It's, Twitter, Instagram, you can even find me on Facebook and find my personal Facebook that way too. What? Um, it's all tied together. So search Random Hero XIX on whatever you're looking for, and you can get a hold of me. And you can find me at Shad Schubert um, on all of those things as well. Um, sometimes not um, as quick to respond, but you know, we get by with life. We get by with life, and just get like the cereal. By with a little help from my friends. I feel New Zealand. I fuck New Zealand. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to think of another thing that IFNZ could stand for. Oh, and then I, I just replaced the one and I have a feeling. Fuck new xylophones. That's not how you spell xylophone. You know it. Oh, where do you, how do you spell it? With an X. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> This has been an IFNZ production.